I like the overlapping dials, okay. which the, the Daytona does not do. That's true. They do not overlap. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I mean, I could get a Daytona, you, but yeah, everyone has Daytonas. <laughs> Every I don't have a Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> Who's everyone everybody? My brother yeah. has the, the <laughs> most desirable watch in the world. Yeah. Everyone's got one of those. <laughs> that was funny. This stuff is also fascinating to me because, like, I'm not, I'm not a watch. I don't know shit about watches. Oh, dude, I so, thought it so. took me so long to get into it. Yeah, Dave but, but, but okay, wait, 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 wait. But to watch shops and just like, I don't care, I don't care. I don't yeah, care. okay, but what changed? I tried this one on. I want to try. Hold but, on. but okay, but did you just like the way it looks? Like yes, what? yeah. No, but there's more to that because he's that's not just surface for him. It's like cars. When people say I don't get the car thing, mm. watches are the same fucking. thing. Okay, I see that. The movements are the engines. Yeah. The styling is the exterior. Yeah. The the colors are the paint job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I compare yeah. them. I I wasn't always a car guy, and then I became a fucking car guy. I wasn't right. a watch guy, then I became a fucking watch guy. Right. So I, yep. I compare them to cars. Except it's generally and a smarter investment. Than a car. It's actually an investment. It's a way better a investment than cars. Yeah. It depends yeah. on what brand you buy. That's yeah. true. Yeah. If you buy almost anything other than a Rolex or a Patek or was AMP, I think those are like the only three that actually hold their value. Yeah. Or go well, up. there's some Panerais that hold like the Fierce okay. and the. But if you go out and buy Bronzo. a Speedy, like that's not going to hold its value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah. But same with cars, right? When you buy a classic car, yes. like you buy the last V8 the Ferrari's making, that's going to be a good fucking investment. That's so, true. That's yeah. Well, and especially like the, a lot of the one-off stuff that, that people have been doing recently yeah. is like the, all that stuff. So, so like my, you know, my buddy bought that 765 LT and like that car, um, I, I forget what it is like when you spec it out. I don't, I'm not sure how much it is. It's, it's a lot, but literally, it's gotta be 400. At I least. think I think it's at least that. Yeah. yeah, but he could literally flip it for way more yes. than he paid for it. But then he gets blacklisted by McLaren. Yeah, which nobody wants to do. Luxury but. market's weird like that. It yeah, because weird. they don't. Well, weird. especially in the cars, because they don't want people yeah. to like yeah. treat it like a. They don't want people to treat it like a speculation tool. How so about they, you know? fuck yeah. them? How about it's just like the Broncos well, sell club level yeah. tickets for 150 bucks face value, and I can sell them for 400 bucks a game. Yeah, but in, in the but, luxury market. They want you. They want to hold back the rare stuff as a reward for you buying a bunch of the stuff oh, that they yeah. can't sell as yeah. easily. Yeah. So, like, well, that's they're why they're only going to offer you a Daytona if you bought like a hundred of the whatever yeah, that nobody yeah. wants. That's that's why it was so it was so crazy that that my buddy was able to get an allocation for yeah. this car because like he doesn't have you know he he's owned a McLaren before but like he's not like a repeat customer that yeah. had developed a relationship with the with the brand and so it was like. You just, just know a guy? Yeah, he knows a guy. Well, that's, that's actually guy. There you go. Yeah, I see. And this is totally, it's, I don't know. It feels weird to talk about it. It's so fucking stupid. Justin Bieber got blacklisted by Ferrari. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, but like that was because he, what was it? He, he took that, I don't know which one it was. I don't know. It was four. I think it was like a four, five, eight at that yeah, time. Yeah, it was a four, five, eight. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And he did a blue metallic paint job with right. wide body flares. Yeah. yeah. Fucking thing with tits. By yeah, the yeah. Way. It was like that's what they should have done. Ferrari immediately blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, his ass. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is funny because you blacklist Justin. It's like I'm sure he has people that can go buy him for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't. I oh, Ferrari no, I can never get a Ferrari. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ferrari is a company. I just I don't know. I'm not into it. Like I just I don't like the attitude. I don't like. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. I agree. The whole thing. I, I, I would never ever. I, I have no desire to own a Ferrari, mm-hmm. and it's sad because they're beautiful i mean they're absolute works of yeah. art did you, you know? see pharrell on the f1 track the singer song right you know pharrell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he was being interviewed by the sky sports guy 
Martin Brundle? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Hilarious. Dude, Amazing. Martin Brundle is the he fucking fuck who you legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That dude is yep. such he, a legend. He was sticking his mic in noses like he was a pervert yep. in a park, dude. Just bop <laughs> right in the fucking care. nose. You know, because that's Martin's fucking territory, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's done this shit for decades. He was yeah. catching like... Like real celebrities off guard. Yeah, because they don't yeah. know who he is. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah, so yeah. great. It's the yeah. funniest so he thing. Got for off guard. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, why? And he's like, you're like, who are you? Ferrari. Yeah. He's like, okay, what about him? <laughs> I just think the work's fat. And he's like, okay, anything else? And he's like, Lewis Hamilton is my brother. And he was like, you're related to Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch it back. Watch it back. It's a YouTube clip now. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think Fry's works of art, but Lewis Hamilton is my brother. Yeah. Watch it. it yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a, that's the greatest okay, okay. Before we get too far into it, we have uh, we have some introductions to make. Uh welcome back everybody. Um uh, we are joined this week um by the newly appointed director of jazz studies oh, at yeah. Purchase College. Oh, this this is this is brand new news. Yeah. So Dave Dave was Dave was my professor when I was in school. And um, he, you know, he has, he's been, he went to Purchase. So Purchase College um, is just outside of New York City. That's, um, that's where I went and got, you know, my um, music education room. And, um, you know, Dave went there as well. You graduated, what, 2004? 04. 04. And uh, you started teaching in 10, 2010. Okay. So he's been there for a minute. And I have, I said for a long time, I was like, he's going to be running the program. He's absolutely going to be running the program at some point. And it just happened like a week ago. So uh, he'll be taking over that program and running and and running it and hopefully ushering in a whole new generation of, of jazz students. So, that's the plan. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. cool. So that's, 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 really that's cool. fun new news. And so we thought, you know, um, he came out to to film the latest uh, course for the uh, for the Cornell Music Academy, and um, so we said let's do the podcast there because we can talk about all kinds of stuff, all things that he's got planned for ushering in a new generation of students, and uh, yeah, so welcome to Dave. That's and really cool, Dave. I'm I'm dealing with my kids' school cutting music. Yeah, Wait, and really? we yeah, yeah yeah, and yeah. we're talking like number one school district in Colorado. If the number one school district in Colorado can cut music it can happen fucking anywhere. oh yeah yeah, yeah totally so it's a massive what's red. what's going on it's like the climate change of school districts i call it yeah everybody's like moving like, away from yeah if the minute you start cutting arts and you start cutting pe and you start cutting all that shit which is intertwined in my mind like be scared yeah yeah our, our music teacher is taking off because he's becoming a traveling music teacher between schools that's a thing now yeah oh yeah because there's not enough time or holy money. shit allegedly Jeez. right like Superintendents are making three hundred grand a year, but the music yeah. teacher needs to teach at seven schools. The fuck does that work? Was it all like weed money supposed to go to the schools? Right, brother. All Didn't we do they is say. I mean, I moved here after all that, but but people told me is all the politicians were like, "We're going to tax the hell out of weed." Isn't that funny? It's going to go to schools. Yeah, it never gonna, does. Yeah, we're going to legalize did. drugs, and it's going to make highways, schools, and programs better. And nothing. I've seen happens. our highways; they're fucking terrible. They're, they're terrible. pretty bad. Some of the worst in the fucking. Country. I can't. I can't drive down twenty five in my truck without feeling like everything's going to vibrate oh, off yeah. of the damn Every thing. Every time oh, yeah. I'm on the highway, I'm just like looking, swerving my car yeah. so I can go over the. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure, it. sure. It's obstacle course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, you know, New York's not any better. Connecticut either. Yeah. Um, well, my son's band director is there every other week, and he goes. He, he are you he's, serious? That's fucking I disgusting. didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. So he's at, at my son's that. school every other week, and then he and re, yeah, he's shared a, a three or four schools he goes to. 
Every two what weeks you get to see fuck? the guy in church. Yeah. Holy it's shit. It's a big problem. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then, of course, like so. Wait, 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 wait! But every other week, I mean, we used to have band every other day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 started. So he's my son's only in fourth grade. So they started this elementary school band, but it's really just lessons. But mm-hmm. the guy comes in basically in the morning, and then that same day he goes to another school and maybe another school, and he does that for Jeez. for wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So there's that two, is yeah. bonkers. And where the disparity where, where the disparity comes in is, I can afford to do private lessons for all my kids. So I got yeah. the people coming for this and for that, and they we know them, but it's like, hey, listen, what's up, everybody? What happens to the family that can't do that? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, yeah. don't yeah. get to play fucking instruments. Yeah. That's yeah. Period. Yeah. End of story. Man, it sucks, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's, it's been a problem for for a very long time. This idea that like, you know, sports has always been so much more popular and so much more funded than than the arts and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, right. They would never tell a football coach you can only come every other week, or you have oh, to coach yeah, in multiple right. schools. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Coaching Broomfield yeah, and Monarch. Yeah, Let's right, go. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. That's crazy. Um, so, um, well, we're gonna dive more into that because I want to talk about sure. you know all the things that you're gonna be getting into at purchase but uh, we got to cover a few a few things first um that's first cool, things man that's really cool yeah Thank you. no Thank it, you. Dude, and and like if you this this is such such a great thing for the program at purchase um because it it, it has always been one of the best that's like on it, 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 it's funny because like purchase i always felt like because it's a state, it's a New York State school, so you get the, the the pricing of New York State schools, which is still fucking insane. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. better than like the seventy thousand dollars a year that it costs to go to MSM or Juilliard, yeah. and you get a program that is on that level, and it's always had fantastic faculty. It's always had you know really great opportunities, especially being close to the city. Like we used to go and with the with the big bands and stuff, like play at some of the biggest jazz clubs in New York and just have that opportunity through the school. So like it has always been a fantastic program that has been an opportunity for kids to get into something like that and not have to pay these big name prices, you know, it's great. It's fantastic. So the fact that Dave's running it, I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take it from here to fucking here. So that's, it's, it's a good move, but first things first, we gotta, we we gotta cover the news. Oh yeah. We have to talk about (laughs) the news. news We have some news items that we need to discuss. So I'm going to pass these out. Um, who wants to read one? You want to read one? I'll read one. All right. So, um, yeah. So what do you, what Tom, what do you got? (laughs) All right. This one's a very serious (laughs) cops fired. Or ignoring robbery to catch Snorlax in Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, I heard about this. Wait, I know Snorlax. Wait, reread that. I was not following, but not my, my kids do Pokemon. It's, it's kind of a mouthful of a headline, to yeah. be honest. Cops fired for ignoring robbery to catch Snorlax in Pokemon Go. Denied court review. Didn't, a couple oh, of Los Angeles Police Department officers have been denied a new court review after being fired for ignoring a robbery in progress. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my Snorlax God. Guys. Yes. <laughs> if my kid came to me and was like, I'm missing an expensive Snorlax card, I'd be like, it's Pokemon they didn't Go. Ignore, they didn't ignore a Pokemon card being stolen. They're cops who ignored a robbery in progress because they were playing. Pokemon they were playing Go. Pokemon oh, no, 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 Go. That's even <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, I'm glad I made that fuck up. It's even funnier. Yes, that's so good. Oh my god! Earlier this year, it was reported that officers Luis Lozano and Eric Mitchell. Tried to catch a Snorlax in Pokemon Go despite getting a radio call at the Macy's at Crenshaw no Plaza was being robbed. And cops That's like my, my ten-year-old being a cop and be like, "Fuck that!" Yo, I feel like I, I there was a there was um there was dash cam video from this. 
Uh, I think, yeah, Lozano I th- and Mitchell I've seen claimed it. Wow. that they never heard the request for backup because it was loud, resulting in their vehicle's digital video system recording being reviewed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. According to court documents, one of the officers alerted his partner that a Snorlax had just popped up and for 20 minutes to discuss. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Well, they drove to different locations to hunt the creatures. No, <laughs> no way. I'm truly laughing. This is genuine laughter. <laughs> That, oh my god! That is the best shit ever. Wow. Imagine having to tell that story oh for god. the rest of your life. Oh yeah, I was a police officer, but you know, I got fired. Oh, how'd you get fired? Did you like? Did you? Did you like commit violence or something? Like, no. <laughs> I like. I like how he became Canadian. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, there was a Snorlax hanging out by you know the uh, the forum there, and we were like, gotcha. fuck it, you know. <laughs> oh fuck I was yeah, bud. A cop, but now I'm a Pokemon master. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do live with my mother. That's tremendous. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, my that's fucking amazing. was even better. I thought somebody, I thought somebody called him. You thought like, they ignored a robbery like, of hey, a Snorlax? Stole my Snorlax card, and they're like, "Fuck you, nerd!" And like left the <laughs> oh, house. Oh, funny. <laughs> I didn't yeah, realize like, they're the nerds. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, god, better. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Tremendous. Holy shit! I feel like every kid from my generation has a story of like getting swindled out of a rare Pokemon card or Pog. Or Pog I got. Or wait, 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 wait! I have yeah. one. I have one. I yeah? have one. So here's so because I have one too. I've got one. So I, I I never did the 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 Pokemon thing when I was when I was a kid. I I was into Yu Gi Oh for a minute. Okay. So yeah, so Yu Gi Oh was my thing. Now I had hold a, on, no uh-huh. stupid question. Yeah, is Yu Gi Oh harken to like Dragon Ball Z type shit? It's it's no, all it's its own thing. Well, it's okay. a, it's its own That's thing, but I mean they're all kind of like There's a similar you know milieu um, genre. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, is are they is that anime? Are they considered anime? There is Yu Gi Oh anime. Yeah. Well, what do you, you mean there is the a question. There's Yu-Gi- a Yu-Gi-Oh anime, right? But also just normal Yu-Gi-Oh. But the you, the show like, well, was the show that is an anime. Is an anime. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's so sure so is. anyways, but um, so I was I was super into Yu-Gi-Oh, and I had I had accumulated this deck, and um, I kept it in a um, I kept it in this like little container. It looked like a mini garbage can with like a flip top, and I remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what the fucking card was, but some kid talked me into trading my entire deck for one card because it was like holographic. Yeah, yeah. and I thought that I sales. thought that was so cool. And I was like, I was like, yes. <laughs> I gave him this whole fucking trash can packed with my my entire all my cards, wow. and he gave me one card. And I think my mom made me go and like give it back so I could get my cards. Did you get back. your cards back? I, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. no, I'd have wow. been like, all sales are final. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My story is literally the opposite. Really? Yeah. You dude, you I, did it. To, you did uh, it. Was, it. was it you? You fucking dick. It's dark. It Tom. Actually, it was me the whole time. Yeah. You don't remember me. I changed my face. Dark. Tom. The only reason I became friends with you was to get that fucking deck. I know. <laughs> you got my entire Your mom deck. Can't protect you. You now, got Charles. you got my entire deck, and now you want the fucking card you gave me. No, like, no, no, I'm no. taking it. I got swindled the opposite way. Okay. Dude, I had a first edition holographic Charizard. Now, oh, there was like shit. there was a bunch of versions of them. So How much like, are those worth now? Anna has one. We looked this up because I found I was going through her collection. I was like, "Holy shit, you have one!" And I'm like, "This is worth fifty grand." Yeah, absolutely. But there's like different types of first yeah, edition yeah, yeah, Charizards, yeah. mm-hmm. and hers is worth five hundred. Okay. So it's like a first printing of the first edition or a second printing or whatever. So hers is not worth fifty grand. I don't know which one I had, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know I had a first edition holographic Charizard, and some kid convinced me to give him that for a whole deck of cards. That kid's oh my a little god, ball, dude, for sure. <laughs> I think I was like eight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so many. This is just he, one card, he, whatever. He, 
He's running around in two Hyundai Veloster ends now yeah. because you gave him that fucking <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, he could afford two Veloster ends off that. That's good. Oh, my Actually, God. Actually, no. With how much cars cost right now, you couldn't buy two Veloster ends. Yeah, for, not, for 50 no. grand? No. Yeah, no. Because they're, what, 30-something, Mine right? was 36. 30, that's it. Yeah. Okay. That is fucking crazy for right? a Hyundai. Yeah. Right? $36,000 yeah. for, for a hot hatch? I mean, like, let's, I mean, it's let's, a, let's it's be a, real. It's, it's the best hot hatch you can buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a cool car. But, like, still, we're talking – we're talking. Yeah, it's just cool. Oh shit though, Kia and Hyundai—they've been on a fucking roll. Oh totally, turned around. Oh totally, hard. Like yeah. the shit they're that making. Ten-year warranty they did. Well, the, yeah, well, but the, the, the cars they're Genesis. Good. The cars they're making, you're like, that's a Kia. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, sh- the digital renderings where all you do is take the Genesis badge off, put a Bentley badge on? It's yeah, and they're you very one hundred percent believe it's a. Oh, fucking you badge. would oh, totally. absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, with yeah. the Stinger, they poached one guy from Audi, one guy from BMW. Oh, dude, yeah, every yeah. time a Stinger's flying up on me, I think it's a 5 Series. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. fucking time. Mm-hmm. A Stinger literally has the same profile as like, a, as like an A7 or yep. an S7. Like, here's all the money. Design yep. us a yeah. BMW. Oh, it's a beautiful car. And we'll sell it for 20 grand less. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. What do you got? Good car. Okay. Grenade found among the spuds on a chip factory conveyor belt. <laughs> oh, they dug a grenade up. They dug a fucking grenade up. Amongst hundreds of thousands of muddy spuds of World War II era, a World War II era grenade was picked up on a conveyor belt on an Auckland potato factory earlier this week. Whoa. Auckland, New Zealand. Good thing they didn't throw that to the slicer. Right? Oh, my gosh. The Old Mills bomb uh, grenade, which has since been confirmed as being a training grenade, which didn't contain explosives, is believed to have been dug up during harvesting on a farm in Matamata. Okay, so it wouldn't have actually exploded. Yeah. That's... It would Still have been insane. Yeah, that would have been a better story. It was like, and it was the pin was removed. Yeah. And it was about to explode. <laughs> that, that's still, still fucked. They find out that it's a training grid, and they're just like, nobody say anything about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just stick with this grenades. Real. This is uh, way more exciting. Who so we the pin to we gotta get out. our we gotta get our potato chip factory <laughs> on the map here. This is our ticket. This is our ticket to having everybody know who we are. Can you picture the manager being like Fink. Fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a no? training grenade. Okay. Go pick it up, Brad. <laughs> it was a joke, guys, I swear. I love this place. <laughs> oh, poor Brad. That's good. <laughs> Wow. Mr. Chip's factory operations manager, Roland Spital, said the the mud-covered device was spot on a conveyor belt full of freshly harvested potatoes in the early hours of the morning. It was initially thought to be a rock, but staff soon realized it was a grenade, prompting a call <laughs> to the police. Wait, this is in New Zealand? <laughs> Looks like it. Oh, I guess for training. Because I was going to say, when would that have been buried? You know what the, I mean? Yeah, the Forgotten War of New yeah, Zealand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> Huh, wow. Yeah, World War II era grenade. That's yeah. crazy. Damn. Who was training in New Zealand? New Zealand. They had like 14 people. What were they doing? <laughs> like, just in case they need us. 14 <laughs> yeah. people and a few more hobbits. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Maybe that's all they outfitted them with was training with grenades. Training. <laughs> you know what you need Throw to do? Their eyes. You, as, yeah. as, as newly appointed director of the program, you need to get some a box of training grenades. There you oh go. Oh, my God. You go. Be so, so you can – because, you know, it's like, hey, if you want to play music in the real world and professionally, you got to be on your toes. you got to be ready for Actually anything. Do. Yeah. yeah. And just throw – just fucking – Lob grenades. Lob grenades at them. There you go. You know? That, that'll get them ready. By the um, way, I recently went to a, symph- a symphonic performance of Ben Folds 5. Oh, you went to that? And I bought some rear view seats. Oh, like behind? Motherfucker, I was like sitting in the timpani dude's lap. That oh, fucks really? everything up. Yeah? 
Because, like, all you're doing is watching Timbo and his and his ponytail fucking bang on those drums, and all the acoustics are fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Shame on the Colorado Symphony for well, selling those fucking tickets that way. <laughs> I don't know that I would want to sit behind. Because, okay, so there's a there's a theater in the uh, in the uh, the Performing Arts Center here that uh, you can, it, the seats go all the way around. Yeah. So, like, there are sections of seating that's behind the music. And oh, I'm like... First row behind the mm. Tiffany. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Grab his ponytail. Yeah, totally. And it's like, I don't... You? Why would, you know... <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like... <laughs> he didn't feel me. It he was, did, yeah, it's, I was feathering it. This is going to be our next misconnection. <laughs> <laughs> I feathered I your ponytail while you were playing Tiffany. To the timpanist. <laughs> I was oh feathering God. during the Ben Folds 5 concert. <laughs> you didn't notice me, but I hope... I hoped it too. I hope that you would. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of feathering timpanies, um, <laughs> where is that going? I, I don't really know. I thought it was a fun thing to say. Um, so you've got a lot of plans. Got you've got a lot of plans. The ways that you're, you know, I mean, you, we've been talking about some of them, but um, one thing that you said where I'm like, this, like, Seems obvious, but I guess it, you know, took you doing it to make it happen, but doubling the performance schedule. Yeah. Because, like, what the fuck, you know, that's the point. You know what I mean? If you're going to go to music school, especially for a performance-oriented program, like, and you're not going to perform that much, like, doubling, I don't know, it makes sense. Yeah, totally. It's kind of obvious, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, built into the program before me taking over was just one like a performance at the end of each semester. So you'd train for four months for one concert. Mm-hmm. And that's just not reality. Like you, yeah. a lot of times like you have a sound check and then that night is the concert, let alone like four months of preparing for stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so I added a few things. One is, uh, so we do what's called on-campus performances and off-campus performances. So, so the off-campus performances are in the city, like at Dizzy's Club at Lincoln Center and Birdland and Midtown. And that's in the spring normally. And the assumption is that that's when the band's the tightest, right? And yes, the band will be the tightest, but it's, just, again, not reality. They need to learn how to get tighter faster. So... Um, so we're, we're going to now do performances in the fall as well for those same things. And then I, I created this thing called Combo Week because the combos, the, the, the small groups, they have to give performances at the end of every semester. And they can do them whenever they want, whenever they want, wherever they want. So it's random. And a lot of times you'll have a five people playing for an audience of five people because nobody knows what it was is. A, that was always it. So like recitals were a little different because that was something that was more like planned and everybody knew like, oh, at the end of your junior and senior year, you're going to give a recital so is but combos that's just a class right and yeah. so like the idea of performing for that nobody ever knew that those things were going on yeah and it was li- it was literally that it's like your combo would be bigger than the audience like there'd be nobody <laughs> yeah the goal would be nobody to outnumber there. the audience yeah, yeah. or yeah. to not outnumber, have the audience outnumber yeah. the band right yeah the if goal. you achieve that you've got a whole oh, packed house yeah so six people for yeah. a quintet you were like sweet <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, so it's a drag to do that so i came up with this idea the combos meet every day at the same time so instead of having a, these full performances randomly that nobody goes to, let's have a showcase during when they meet. So all the Monday combos play for each other on, on Monday. All the Tuesday combos play for each other. It's during their normal times. So there's no ex- 
excuses about, oh, I can't make it. I'm unavailable. No, you're available because that's when that's everybody, your class. that's your yeah. class. Everybody's available. All the faculty are available. So now faculty are at these performances. So the kids play better mm. because now you have these faculty members in the room and you've, you've got now 20 people in the room instead of five or six. And that's just a start too. Like you can even then promote it beyond that. And well, like we had the first, the first year we did it, uh, we had 50 to 60 people at each of those performances. <laughs> Because yeah, it was a thing awesome. everybody looked forward to, so it's we an did improvement it. from six. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like what? I, so we have a room called eighty one. It's 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 this room that it's the jazz room for large ensembles, and it's a mess. It's just atrocious. Like there's like junk all over the place. So I went in there and like cleaned it up, and I brought in my own lighting, and I set up all these chairs I stole from the orchestra room. So when you walked in there, everybody was like, "Oh wow, this." You know, they were kind of proud to play in the room again, and word spreads quickly when you do good stuff like that. So we we had a good run of it um so that we do at the end of the semester so now we're going to do that in the middle of the semester and then at the end of the semester and so that that'll be like i'm going to call it like combo expo basically so it's like a showcase because each combo is really only playing for like two songs Mm -hmm. it's just to kind of get your feet wet and and see really see where you're at with the other combos see like if you're the worst combo (laughs) or the best combo you want to kind of gauge where that is so then at the end of the semester we're going to do two weeks of just combo recitals but the same format it's during that time so we know everybody's available get a bunch of people in there yeah, and, yeah, yeah get a bunch yeah, of people yeah. in there and then there's these composition classes that the kids are writing music all semester and they don't do any performances so now those classes are going to have performances so the, the the graduate composition seminar they're going to have a performance at the end of each semester the arranging classes are going to have a performance every semester so yeah we're going to go from it's a, lot, it's a lot of like validation you know it's a lot of like you know getting to see your work like actually put into practice yeah you know yeah totally i mean that's huge that's so big like like i'm thinking back to when i did arranging in your class and i'm like the idea of writing all this stuff and not being able to hear what it sounds like you know because at the end of the semester and i think it was actually was it the first year that we did this where at the end of the semester everybody wrote a big band chart and and we perf- there was a performance we did a thing yeah so so I took over the class I think your year was the first year that I took over that class I think it was yeah, yeah. so um yeah the writing the writing quality was really good right out of the gate so I said if we keep this up I'll put together a concert of this music dude but that that was so huge like that single handedly showed me by the way this whole bit is like a plug for Purchase College by the way because like you know because <laughs> yeah, well because you know to transfer from Marymount to Purchase there you go well and 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 the music programs there are well worth it for sure but you know I I, I specifically remember getting to hear that in in the like actually performed like that put this idea in my head of like oh like that's that's not that hard in terms of putting together something that a large group of people are going to be able to perform like like oh i can actually do that because before that you know you look at something like a full group and you think about the person that wrote it like you just went to the symphony right so think about think about all the individual parts that were being played and it's like who fucking wrote that? Like yeah. who decided what this random ass viola player sitting in the middle of the orchestra was going to play at this exact time. Yeah. And it seems like it's this giant thing that you're like, I don't have any idea where I would even start to figure mm-hmm. that out. Yep. Right. Yep. That was the thing that kind of went, Oh, that makes a lot more sense than you think it would, you know? And it, it kind of makes it feel like this whole thing is like, Oh, I can do that. Like I could do that again. You know, I feel like I could sit down and write a big man chart based on yeah. those things yeah. and being able to hear it put into practice. Like what a huge thing, you know? Yeah. I mean like, you know, you're, <laughs> you're taking piano lessons, Yeah. you know, the oh, ability, 
to like hear and, and having the opportunity to perform that stuff, that puts it into such a different context. And it really oh, yeah. helps to show like, Oh, all that you know, stuff that I was doing that maybe is not like the most fun that leads to this. Yeah. And then yeah. that's where you get the, you know, the satisfaction. And that's like, where the payoff, the payoff. Yeah, exactly. The same fucking thing with sports. hundred percent. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Practice, 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 mm-hmm. practice, practice, perform. Yeah, absolutely. And some people are better at better at it than others. Some people are really good in the room, not on stage. Some people are really good on the practice field, not in the arena. It's the same shit. And you know what? It's the same thing in real estate too, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all yeah. it, like it's everything's up. You have to have those opportunities to perform. Speaking of real estate, by the way, um, we have a new segment. Ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have a new segment to do. Um, is it the so worst houses for sale. This is this is a new brand new segment we're going to try. This is called Client Nightmares. Okay. So oh, fuck, dude. I don't need paper for that. <laughs> I don't think we need yeah. so, video. So we have a we have a we have a client nightmare here that we found, uh-huh. and uh, we want to. Uh, first of all, we want to get your take, and yeah. then second of all, um, maybe you can top it. I promise you, I can. <laughs> Let's see what we have here. Um, okay. Uh, so this is this is a real to this is somebody writing this, um, and uh, it says. I had a client who owned many commercial properties. This guy was a trip. Crazy old racist who looked like Armenia Danny DeVito. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay. That's a description. No, no. Um, I can picture him. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know him? Um, he would hold he would hold luncheons with all the agents slash insurance brokers slash bankers slash attorneys that he worked with and gave a speech about how everyone knows that he doesn't need anybody and that he's doing all us all a favor by putting together networking events like this mm-hmm. his whole family worked for him and not one of them liked him oh fuck i have the story already I up. <laughs> yeah. they they all were glad handing uh they, they were all glad handing until he died so they could split up his assets it was yeah. very sad i was an associate trying to get made partner so i put up with it a few years later i got promoted and within 48 hours of that i fired him as a client and i never looked back even though he does a lot of business in my area he taught me a lot about how having money doesn't actually mean much and the value of having good people around you who actually care about you is what's really important so this dude would gather all of the all of the people he worked i literally who did things for him and this, be like no, no i'm no. doing you all a favor this is amazing that you're saying this really? because i fucking lived this on sunday i walk really in, yeah, really i walk into a showing it is a it, if you could pull up zillow i can show you the house it's fucking madness it was, yeah three and a half million it's probably going to go for four four and a half million Unimpeded views of the Rocky Mountains, a pool what's, in the backyard. What's the, you got the address? Yeah, I got the address one. Yeah, um, with the Jeopardy music. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what the like. Is it on? Is it on the market? Well, yeah, it's right now. Right now. For, for that. <laughs> so it's on the market right now. Yes. So this is public information. Okay, oh, yeah. so we're good. I don't want to like out any. One five seven. I'm sorry. One five four seven eight. Oh, he's he's, he's got it. Yeah. One five four seven eight Mountain View Circle. Look at the Zillow listing. I feel like I know that street. It's in Broomfield. It's in Broomfield? Mountain View Circle. Huh. Whoa! Oh, that's a castle. Did you see the... I posted, that's remember, only four I, bedrooms? I posted a story showing starter oh, homes. Oh, killer. This is the house I was at. Dang. So I was there, fr- I was there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. Damn. Oh, Joe, brokers open on Friday, showed it on Saturday oh. to one client, showed it on Sunday to another. Yeah. So that's only four all, bedrooms. Like, Scroll through the fucking pictures. Yeah, bro. I want to see it. The uh, the it's, ooh, oh, yeah, just wait yeah. till you see the mountain view. Guys. Oh my I god, mean, it's spectacular! Three and a half million. All that anybody from California watching this is like, Does what? House have its Three and a half million. million. I, yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is ten plus. Where do I sign? Almost anywhere else, really, besides <laughs> yeah. the northern states. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
It's just unbelievable. That's the thing. It's like real estate is is definitely expensive here, but not on the level of like no. yeah. some oh, places. No. Yeah, no. like, Look at that. This house in like Springfield, Missouri is like 1.5. Well, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah, for sure, wild. for sure. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's, oh, it's a perfect gorgeous, house. Though. Oh, yeah. my As God. As you're scrolling, let me tell this story. So I All walk right. in and I notice an agent that works for me uh-huh. for my company, Porchlight. And she looks like she's about ready to vomit. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I I don't know what to say. My my client was always trying to negotiate my commission and talking shit to me. And he his name is Andre, by the way. Happy to say it out loud. Go fuck yourself. And so <laughs> and he was like... Just leave out last yeah, because it, it just doesn't matter because everything we do is public record. If he buys the fucking house, his name's on the title. So we're talking and... <laughs> He calls me and says that I didn't send him this listing fast enough and that, and I cut her off and I was like, hold on a second. Why are you here? And he's not here. And the listing agent looks at me and is like, oh, this is on Sunday guys. So two days ago Mm -hmm. and she's a great agent, Pat. She's amazing. And she's like, he lied to me as well. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, her client flew in two days before we went active and demanded that I he have a showing without his agent to determine if we could come up with a better deal with me and him directly. Even though he said he wasn't represented and he was firing his agent, we're going to come up with a deal because he doesn't need a buyer's agent. Remember, we don't need This anybody. is your listing? Yeah. No, this is... Oh. No, we're buyers on this. Okay. So multiple buyer situation. Yep. So remember the guy you were talking about in your story said, yeah. I don't need anybody. That's exactly what this buyer did from Houston. He has an agent. He's working with her for over a year. She showed him a bunch of houses. He cuts her out of the deal, says she doesn't need her, goes directly to the listing agent, signs a deal with him without telling anybody. And I show up to the house and she thinks she's previewing it for him. And he's already signed on the dotted line for the house. So she thinks she's about to make a $112,000 commission. Yeah. And he's already fucking bought it without her because he said, quote, didn't need you on this one. And that's the only text he sent her. Jeez. You imagine being 30 wow. years old, starting in real estate, thinking you're going to make a $100,000 commission that's going to change your life. And the motherfucker flew in two days earlier, didn't tell you, signed a deal, got it done. And then See, all he did was text you, didn't need you on this one. Here's, wow. here's the wildest thing about yep. it. Here's the wildest thing about it. It wouldn't have cost him jack shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't lies, cost him anything. Yeah, 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 and I'd be, yeah. willing, I'd be willing to bet money right now this deal never closes. He'll find something to fight about. He'll say, they don't deserve this. She doesn't deserve that. Guys like that never win. In yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the fact wow. that this girl was working for this guy for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And she showed up to that house in earnest thinking she was doing an off-site showing ready to FaceTime him. And then found out from the listing agent he had already signed on the dotted line. Jesus. And as she went to FaceTime, she got a text, didn't need you for this one. Wow. That's gross, dude. Yeah. That, you wow. know what that means? That means he's going to try to pull some shit. Oh, that's like, what I said. Yeah, yeah. He's going to try to pull some shit. very wary on a guy that cuts his agent out after working for him for a year. Yeah. Especially when, as we know, as a buyer's agent, you don't pay anything. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's, yeah. that's what's blowing my mind is like, yes. okay, Jeez. clearly. So if it's not going to cost him anything, he's thinking that he's going to somewhere later in the deal – Get that yeah, value. Yeah. Out oh, absolutely. Of it. Yeah. He's yeah. going to try to be like, well, I, it, yeah. you don't have to pay this, so why don't you exactly. cut the price? Exactly. You know? Like, Guys, there's a reason that most of the world's wealthiest people are in real estate. It's because the value of using people that are professionals to help guide you there, it matters. Yes. 
It matters. Yeah, if it, everybody was doing it on their own without a license, they'd be fucking doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Come right. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, ridiculous. and that and that was like that was like so clear. Like, because um, uh, for for anybody who doesn't know, I met Vinny. In fact, we all met Vinny because he he sold us our houses, and yep. um, and. Uh, did we did we ever tell a story about the first time? I think we did. Oh right? yeah, that was like when I met you. Yeah, yeah. Probably dressed like this. <laughs> you were yeah. You were basically dressed exactly like you are now, and you were just like, "What's up, guys? Fuck, it's hot out here." <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And I remember specifically one time because we um, we sold. Did we? No, we bought. It was when we bought. So we bought a house, and um, after the whole thing was done he told me he was like oh yeah it went to the lawyers like there was because there was like some dispute thing he was like yeah they weren't happy it went to the lawyers and like i never even heard about it because he just took care of it and imagine if it would have been your home that you're putting the money down on that you're trying to buy you think you're closing this date Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden attorneys are involved you wouldn't have slept for a week yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but instead i was like this is tuesday like we'll deal with it. I was like, I'm not worried about. Yeah, what, like, what are you going to tell Charles? I was like, when the shit hits the fan, but it ain't hit the fan yet. It, so, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it yeah. closed. Everything was fine, yeah. and then afterwards, we found out that the, the it, it had gone to attorneys, and they had to like battle some shit out. And that we was were like, like the first house, right? Yeah, that was the first house yeah, we bought, right. and we were like, what? Wow, that happened, but it didn't matter because it was fine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so you know, he just took care of it. We were just like, but was that's it like the owners like basically backing out of what they had promised. No, so so what it ha- I don't want to get too into the details because it's you know it's not it's like boring I guess but like basically what had happened is we unintentionally included some language that ended up saving us like almost ten thousand dollars yeah and we didn't know that that's what what it was gonna do we were mm-hmm. just we were honestly just trying to get the deal because that was at the time when you had to like offer crazy amounts of money yeah. so yeah. we were like oh even if it appraises low we'll still give you this much over that value they thought it was full oh full price that's right but it, it did appraise it, it appraised mm-hmm. low that's right and the low appraisal plus the money we promised them was less than the offer. Wow. That's right. So we ended up saving money and they didn't yep. like that, but they had already basically agreed they to have it. To agree to it. They, they agreed to it ahead yeah. of time because of the way we wrote it. You don't right. always have to. And we no. didn't even know that we didn't know. We, like we didn't realize that that's how that could have worked out. And we were like, Oh yeah. Wow. That saved, that saved the deal. Cause we didn't have, we didn't have that cash to make up yeah, for that if yeah. that had been a problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I mean, it worked out, but yeah, we didn't know that anything was even like confusing until after it had already happened. <laughs> um, Hey, here's an interesting thing. And cause, uh, we went to that, we went to the place, um, la- go last night. Quick, right? Okay. Start. No, go. no, it's all good. Um, go. yeah. <laughs> at the table <laughs> on the table. Yes. Um, we got a bottle. <laughs> Um, Only one for all hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was that was the thing. Like wow. he gets out, and at that time he was driving a Jeep that had a Supreme. The whole tailgate. Oh, that's right. Was, was a giant Supreme sticker. Wow. And and we were like, it was and like he a gets Supreme out. sticker plus like a camo yeah. monster. Yeah, or something something teeth. like that. And then he's and then he's got the 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 man purse and like dressed like he is right now. And he gets out of the car and we were like. Fuck yes! <laughs> like this is our guy. Because like you know, I mean, with real estate, it's always you know somebody gets out and there's guys. Yeah, a yeah, suit absolutely. and everything's yeah. like, well, let's see here. If you oh, like, we have this beautiful fixture hanging above the yeah, dining room. It's yeah. like I don't want that shit. Like I don't want to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. I'm not buying you know a seven million dollar house. And even if I was, yeah. I still want somebody like that as yeah. opposed to somebody who's going to totally. make it like a mm-hmm. uh, like a stuffy thing. That's the thing. You know, you watch these like YouTube channels, like all the all the real estate YouTube channels, and there's some there's some good ones. There's some definitely yeah. like you know so. so 
some 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 um, some real solid people doing stuff. Like Ryan Serhant, you ever checked out his stuff? I was waiting for you to. I like Sirhan. Ryan Serhant a lot. Yeah. He's a dude who puts on a suit, but he doesn't act like that. You know what I mean? But he's also like showing Manhattan penthouse. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, yes. Like, so those he, guys probably want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are definitely and Vinny's talked about this. There are times when like you do have to know who you're selling to. Cause yeah. like there are people that have expectations of you and it's like, doesn't matter if that's who you are or not. You got to play the fucking part. If yeah, you want to yeah, get yeah. the deal. Well, like, yeah. So we started this off talking about watches. Vinny's only been a watch guy for like two years mm-hmm. because he told me the story. He said he had a rich client. He was showing a house that was like 2 million plus and he was wearing his Apple watch. Yeah. And the guy's like, Oh, not a watch guy. Are you? And then the deal fell through. Wow. And he doesn't know if like that was the reason, but, but he didn't want to happen. He's like, yeah. okay, I can't come Which, show houses to, you know, $2 million houses wearing my apple watch so and that's totally understand that's and from vinny's perspective that's obviously completely understandable Mm -hmm. but but fuck that guy i like you know what i mean like like what there are people and listen from vinny's perspective just fucking play the game you know what i mean like that's cool okay you want me to wear a watch i'll wear a watch no problem but fuck that guy like people who act like that oh you're not a watch guy i guess i'm not gonna do a deal with you yeah you know like what is oh my god getting into watches has been interesting because like now that I'm into it, I can like spot somebody or like at the airport, I was leaving Vegas like two days ago and this guy comes up and he's like, Oh, Hey, you have a seat baller. And I'm like, Oh shit, you're wearing a sub. That's awesome. We like had a whole conversation. Yeah, we yeah. talked about our jobs. Like you can actually make connections with people sure. who are into it, but to judge someone negatively, just that's, as they're wearing yeah, an yeah, Apple yeah, watch. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's bullshit. like, like we're exactly, the, exactly. The when you guys who, talked about that watch right at the beginning here yeah. and you were like, Oh shit, you know, yeah, but yeah. like yeah. that, which is amazing. Right. But, but then like you're saying the negative, you know, Oh, you're not a watch guy. Like, you know, if, dude, let me tell you something about luxury buyers. It really is cut into almost two classes. Normal people that would absolutely love to have my services. Cause they know I'm not a douchebag and going to lie to them. And the other half is people that almost want me to be in a tuxedo and fucking lie to them. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. The luxury market is wild. Mm. Yeah. Half of it is all appearances, and half of it is people that are legit people that just make a shit ton of money. Yeah. I don't want to deal with those fake fuckers. There's a, there's give a really... Me, give me the nice family all fucking day yeah. that wants to deal with me. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And yep. there, there's, a, um, there's a great TikTok um, page where... I forget the name of it. Um, the guy, um, he does these sketches where he depicts people who are like fake rich and, oh, and then that. people who are really rich. Mm, yeah. And like the fake rich is always like dressed super nice. And they're just sure. like, uh, you know, talking to like the maintenance guy. And he's just like, you, you be careful around that yep. thing. Like, don't touch that. That's worth more than your life. That, <laughs> yep. and, and, the, and the really rich guy is just like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Like, oh, how is, how's your how's your kid doing? I heard yep. blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, there's beers in the fridge. Yep. Have at it. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, true, man. Yeah. See, I feel like if you had if you were truly rich and yeah. all that money, like literally anything could be broken. You'd be like, I, whatever. I like, you just exactly. Yeah. Right. So why, why be it's, an asshole to people about it? It's, it's both. It's the, the richest people I know have respect for the nice things they buy. Mm-hmm. Sure. But would never pick the thing over the person. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Douchebag, yeah. either the fake rich people or the douchebag rich people would literally tell you a bottle of wine is worth more than your kid. Mm hmm. And the sad part is they fucking mean it. They mean it. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. oh, really yeah. do, man. Yeah. Vegas is the perfect example of that. Yeah. Like there's a guy in, never forget, Encore, sitting there gambling. And this dude's, I mean, it's clear he's pretty rich. Yeah. And he, but he only has a hundred dollars, a couple hundred in chips. And I probably have more than him. And I'm playing, I'm playing. And he's out of chips. And he's like, all right, time for another marker, Sam. 
And I'm like, this dude in ripped jeans is going to take a marker? What does that mean? It means that the casino comes over with a piece of paper and gives you whatever number you write on that yeah, piece yeah, of paper, yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, really? And he writes... It's like, uh, he just has a guy who, like... It's a line of credit with the casino. Oh, it's yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. basically. Oh. He takes a $100,000 marker out. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he walks away with his chips, and they're following him, and the dealer's like, that's his third one this day. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my no watch, no shoes, oh ripped jeans. And I was like, I oh, you probably gosh. fucking buy this place. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's it, amazing. There's something to that. There's yeah. Well, you know what it comes thing. down to is like the the amount of money doesn't make a difference. It's just like, are you an asshole or are you not? Amen, you know brother. I mean? Like, yeah. just be a fucking person. We've you know? all met rich assholes. Oh, yeah. We all say the same thing. You're yeah. a douchebag. Yeah. You're do you a douchebag. Do you think the money changes people or amplifies who they already were? That's both. the Gary V shit. When I yeah, and I and I both. subscribe to that wholeheartedly. Money what? money just exposes people. Mm. It doesn't really it doesn't change, change anybody. It just exposes who they always were. You think it you does know? change people though? I think it I've seen it change people from a No, but but what that but but I think the point is it you're it right. It could be both, right? You're right, but yeah. what does that tell you? It tells you that that was always le- it was always yeah, the there. Yeah, the insecurities were always exactly. there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's I guess, what yeah. dude, like my entire goal of like why like I want to I want to at some point make a lot of money is literally just to be the antithesis of the mm-hmm. fucking of that. Yeah. You yeah, know, cuz yeah. I'm like fuck, like I don't know. I just I've always felt like, man, if I could do that, then I could actually do good shit with it yeah. and not be a dick i don't know it's like a motivation to just like totally. achieve that level so you can be like yeah fuck you people who are assholes you don't have to do that no, like it's funny yeah. sitting you know? in rooms at charity events and i could be bought and sold by 75 people in the room and i'm the only one raising my paddle at the auction yeah. because i actually believe in the <laughs> yeah, cause yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean a trip to cabo shouldn't cost 7500 but fuck it it's for the kids right yeah. and yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. else is raising their paddle. yeah i've wow. been there it's yeah. true it's crazy here's an interesting one about giving um so we went to we went to this uh, restaurant last night oh, and yes. it was one of those places that now does the they tell you they're like oh just so you know like there's a 22 percent thing added service charge yeah it's a service charge as the tip so they just here's the thing they don't word it they, as they don't word it that way to, or there's a tip line on the there's receipt. a tip line on the receipt to, yeah. and i'm yeah. like what the fuck do you do i because that's hard that's hard because now i'm like i don't understand because you'd wait. never write zero would you <laughs> It's not hard for me. I don't know if I could. I mean, I was, I, I'm already going to tip 20%. If I think it's great, then I'm going to tip more. And it's 22%. This place was 22%. It was 22%. No, no. I mean, you would never write in that extra tip line. I'm with you. I'm I don't 20%. write anything. I just sign it. You, you could spit on me and I'd be like, God damn it. You're only getting 20%. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah like, I have never, I've never tipped under 20%. Yeah, oh, I haven't either. In my sucks. fucking life. Yeah. But like, if it's good, even if it's like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be great. If it's Real good, quick, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Like, quick days. story before I forget it. To your to our points about always 20%, the dude was so stoned at Roma Pizza in fucking Greeley one time. We're sitting there for an hour, hour and a half. The pizzas never come. And we're like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh man, I forgot to put it in, bro. I still threw 10 bucks down and fucking left, dude. Oh my I was God. like, fuck you, dude. I was really hungry. Here's your fucking tip and i left oh my god wow. okay oh i may not god. have tipped in that situation i did i did <laughs> tip. i promise on my kids I, just I, did. Did not oh, get man. Food. I was like he needs help yeah, clearly <laughs> i guess yeah oh my god yeah but know. like i was a waiter i i, I tip under 20 percent if it's not happening do you really minimal. okay oh, yeah. how far below 20 I, I, I rarely go under 15%. That's still acceptable, mm. though. I mean, yeah. I, I literally know dudes that'll be like, man, that was terrible. Dollar. 
and I wait for them to leave and throw more cash on yeah. top of it and write mm. the word sorry at the bottom. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, no, because on one side, yes, it's, it's their livelihood, but on the other, I've been on the other side where it's not that hard to do a good job on it too. Yeah, Some I get that. Is. Well, it, yep. it surprisingly I mean? is exactly. Yep. It surprisingly, it shouldn't. Be. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. Be. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah, but it was just confusing because I'm like the way that because it says it on the menus and everything, and it's not nowhere does it say gratuity or yeah. tip or anything like that. It's a hospitality well, service charge. I know it is, but like. That it leaves you confused. The other it's thing like, that oh, was shit. weird to me about it was it said that this twenty two percent is to share amongst all the right. staff for the heart of that's, what, that's what tips are too. But uh, no, yeah. like tips well, are your own thing when you're a waiter. I thought they pull tips. So it, 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 depends. It, depends. it depends on the place. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Like 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 the place the places I worked like you. Um, uh, the the bus people are dependent on the waiters, so the the waiters mm. like ch- decide how well that bus person did, and they pull their tips for the for that. But they take a big chunk of their own thing for themselves. All right, this whole thing is stupid. Why does the restaurant industry well, give us like a freaking yeah math problem with an ethics problem thrown on top of it just to figure out how much to pay? Just show me how much. The oh, you're is. exactly right. Yeah. Like, well, well, I, I just in Italy, yeah, exactly. there's no tipping. Here's in Italy. how much it costs. Yeah. There's no tipping anywhere else. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. Like, and now it's, it's just like, oh, is this a tip? It might be. I've heard it, but it might I, not be. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> it's it's because you can pass the cost to the customers, and I've heard it the other way. You have to pass the cost to the customers, or there would be nobody running restaurants because it's not profitable. Well, that's, yeah, red the restaurant that's business patently is untrue because you can go to any country in the world that doesn't do tipping. Agreed. and there are plenty no, of restaurants. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't understand it either, but it is what it is. I, it's just a justification they use to keep doing it because it, it lets uh, them yeah, basically pass the cost to us now. Now and not the pay. This is interesting because. Somebody as somebody who has experience doing this, um, I can remember back in my hometown there was a restaurant that tried to go to something like that. They tried to switch over to a no tipping, automatic mm. thing added, and everyone freaked out. Because and, you're telling me what to do. Well, it not only that, not only that, but, but 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 the the a lot of the wait staff also didn't want it because yeah. they were like, we'll make less money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? So they were they were straight yeah. up like like no 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 we don't want that yeah. because. Overall, most people, the average is like whatever it is. Maybe if it's 20%, whatever. Yeah. But like they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. We, like we don't I, want that. I was a sophomore decided. in high school. I was a waiter. I was making 400 bucks a weekend for working uh, Saturday night and all day Sunday. As a sophomore in high school. Jesus. As a sophomore in high school. Great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 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 I bought my first car that way. I yeah, bought my saxophone. Money, dude. <laughs> dude, the first thing I Steak bought was, was Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Steak dealer. Steak dealer. Steak dealer. It's my first four hundred dollar weekend. I I bought uh the Nike Air Max ninety five. Hell yes mm-hmm. you did. In ninety five. That, 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 yes. that was when that was. And um You gotta he has a room in his house in his basement where there is nothing in this room except for the entire floor is pairs of shoes. There you go. The whole fucking Sneaker thing room. is you can't walk through it. Yeah, yeah. It's all shoes. And I would have done the same thing with my 400 bucks. Too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I spent half on, on the Air Max 95s. I kept the other. And then I bought my, I bought my half GTS. in 95 and they were 200 bucks in 95. Yeah. 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 Nike's always had a scam, bro. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. The shoe oh game, I don't God. understand it. That's the thing I don't understand. I, yo, dude, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. They, I, like, well, like, check it out. I still have them, and I'm so mad because ooh. they were that first generation foam that like disintegrates. Oh, so, they, oh. The so I can't wear them. Turns like, yellow and yeah. fucking peels so out. So I got to go get them restored. Yeah, you should. Yeah, there's so companies that do that. I'm gonna do wow. that. But uh, yeah, so so um, but yeah, I used to make like twenty dollar tips on thirty dollar meals and stuff. Like I, you know, I. 
I like that's what I loved about that job was I I started as a bus person I made like fifty bucks a night or something like that and then I became a waiter and uh, the more you worked the more money it was like instant gratification of your yeah. effort yeah oh yeah so yeah. I, I and and I I I wasn't planning on it but it was such a great job because I had to figure out who to be for everybody so like it was it was at this place Irish pub that had great barbecue and. Um, so some people are there for food. So then I'm the food connoisseur. I'm like, oh, you're going to want this on the menu. They make this great, blah, blah, blah. Some people are there for fun. So I'm like the fun waiter and, you know, cracking jokes. Um, some people are there to get their drink on. So I'm like quick with the drinks, making sure that everything, you know, just all of that. Just had to figure out who to be for everybody. And it was great. Every night was a challenge of that. And I made 400 bucks a show for it. You, you just sparked something in my mind about the whole drink thing. It is impossible to binge drink in some European cities. And oh, I say yeah. that like kind of like lighthearted, but like when you go to get your drink on before a soccer game, and they're not working for tips. Good luck yeah, getting yeah. more than oh, one drink yeah, every yeah, forty-five yeah. fucking Interesting. minutes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then you go huh. to the bar and they tell you to fuck off and sit down. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I found that I've been to Europe a ton of times. That's an interesting and every point. Every time I'm like, babe, like it's almost like we need to like not go to the restaurants to get our pregame on before the games. Like we're trying to go to a Champions League game and. We can't get a drink. Yeah, it's like it's like for tips. it's like it's it's almost as if we should like I don't know offer an additional payment exactly over the amount <laughs> yeah. of money that it costs. I, it's so funny because it's like you know me because I was like, will you do it for twenty? And they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's that's, a, that's an interesting Dude, thing that I wouldn't have thought about. about. Contractors, what's that? Like offer a contractor more money than they usually get paid, and they're just like, nah. Oh, dude, that happens all the fucking time, yeah, dude. Yeah, all the time. It's, but that's that's surreal that you just made the point of why the tipping is better for service. Mm. Maybe not bottom line, but better for service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Better. Well, the other thing that's interesting about that, too, that you just said is like, and this is something I remember very, very clearly, very vividly about school, is like you just talked about understanding the situation and understanding like who you need to be in various things. That's literally what he talked about in the context of like growing a business in music. Mm. He's like, you need to understand who you're talking to. Like yeah. you need to understand the musicians that you're trying to work yeah. for. Yeah. And like, even the shit like, like, and they, they talk about this with things like interviews and, and for jobs and stuff, you know, if, if the guy that you want to play uh, in a band with, is like a crazy Yankees fan, then fucking learn something about the yeah, Yankees. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I used to watch Sports Center just to know what all the sports fans were talking about. Oh, I wasn't into sports, but I would yeah. practice watching Sports Center because it started that's at six in the morning yep. and it goes on loops. I would just like in the background I'd be hearing about like these plays that happen. Mm -hmm. And at the gig at night they talk about it. I'm like, oh that shit was crazy. Blah, blah, <laughs> yeah, blah. And funny. I didn't have to watch the whole game. Did I just you, saw sports. Did Center. you accidentally yeah. become a sports fan? Uh, <laughs> with some things <laughs> not I mean not really I got into more things than others yeah. but you mm -hmm. know I, I used to so um, I, I tell the kids the story too like when I was a junior at school I realized that I, I don't know any musicians like I, I knew my professors but I didn't know what it meant to be a musician I didn't come from a musical family and I'm like oh shit I'm like two years out I don't even know what this is gonna be like so I started going to all the clubs that I did but instead of going as a musician I was going as like a, like on reconnaissance to see how musicians lived like I was like kind of uh, in their natural environment and I and I would sit at the bar because I was the cheapest and I'd, I quickly found that musicians flock to the bar on, on the set breaks and stuff and I would just sit there and not introduce myself just listen to what they talked about and I assumed that musicians talked about music all the time but they would talk about sports some some bands talked about fashion like Roy Hargrove's band was all about like you know what shoes do you have what suit are you wearing all of that stuff and like Darcy James Argue's band was into CrossFit and like granola and all this shit <laughs> and, and so finding out what 
what different things we're into, and um, you have and, like a, you have like a running list going. Oh, like, totally. So I would, this know, band, I would know. This subject, I would know. Like if band, I went yeah. to Jimmy, if I had Jimmy Heath, like even just a rehearsal, I had to look sharp, like just a rehearsal. Where like Darcy, that didn't matter. What was it? Is there a story? Somebody who fired somebody for being better dressed was that Roy? That's Roy. Did that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you couldn't. Well, really, sort of. So, sort so of. It, it's 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 an urban myth. It, it's Jason Marshall. And and Jason said that he got out of the band because he dressed better. <laughs> but but the it's reality tremendous excuse. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not that's actually the yeah, case. Yeah, but right, you yeah. couldn't outdress Roy. Roy Roy was one yeah, of the yeah, kind yeah. in that. Yeah. But, so yeah. where 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 is Purchase located? It's in White Plains, basically. Just north of oh, New York yeah, City. Yeah, so it's by it's R- Westchester. Rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yep. I'll be in Rye uh in two weeks. Okay. I'll come say hi. Yeah, yeah. You'll be there. Well, we'll meet up, but school's out of session, but I'll, I'll come visit you. Because I'm going to be there all the time now that I'm running the thing. i got to awesome. go, like, That'd be coordinate great. a bunch yeah. of stuff. Um, okay, we have, a, we, have a, we have another new segment we got to try out oh. here. So this is so, – so for years, Jake has um, – he, of course, he, you know, he's written all of our fake misconnections. He's written all of our bad music advice. And uh, it's clear that he dude, – dude, dude can write. And so for years, he's had these, he's had these things. I like Jake's – I like Jake's creepy reach. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he looks away and goes, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Jake's creepy uh, reach. Don't don't open this yet. Don't open this until. I'm just trying to figure don't out. Don't open this until like it's your turn. Subtle shame. Yeah. Like, so these are <laughs> like like the guy's like, like oh, giving read a it. Just like, read it. Oh, just take it. <laughs> so the, this this is a segment uh, we're gonna call Jake's thoughts of the day. And this okay. is just these are just random. Is this just shower thoughts? Shower thoughts from shower <laughs> thoughts from this. Jake or poop thoughts? Poop thoughts. Poop thoughts. I like much. that better. It's poop thoughts. Okay, here we go. Um, I'll start. Um, <laughs> oh, Pooping and tondering. Uh, in, in a leap towards inclusive inclusivity and include. Wow, why can't I fucking say that word? <laughs> in a leap towards inclusivity and equity, Victoria's Secret has changed their name to Women's Secret. The decision came after months of deliberation after public pressure from various human and women's rights groups urging the company to expand the secret from all women, not just Victoria. Well, That's pretty good. Well, while acknowledging the move as progress, various human rights groups and political organizations say it's not enough and are calling for the name to be expanded to People's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria did not reply to a request for comment. That's pretty good. It is still unclear what the secret is, but the Women's Secret has stated that they are working on a timeline for its release to, <laughs> to exclusively white women. <laughs> I like how you went from... Oh you were able to transition that thought, Jake, from... <laughs> Victoria to women's back and forth. Right, and right. say it was women's secret has yet to determine. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Nobody yet knows what the secret is. That's Jeff good. Foxworthy once said Victoria doesn't have a lot of secrets left. I don't think so. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good, that's solid. That's good. What do you got? What do I have? Jeff is that real? Foxworthy. It's he wrote it. No. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> What are you in misconnections? Three better. for three? Yes. How the fuck did... No, Hold you're, you're three, three, you're two three for three. Four. Oh, you're three for four. Yeah. Okay. Look, hey, you bought that one hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah. I'm good at it because I'm a dumbass. So. <laughs> that was good. What do you got? Boy, this local organic food craze is getting out of hand. I went to Safeway this morning to get some Wildberry Pop-Tarts, and there were none on the shelf. When I asked the manager where they were, he said they're not in season. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, oh, dude. Oh, God. All right, I'm up. <laughs> hey, 
Did you know Target is expanding their medical services? Not only does each location have an eye doctor, now they all have emergency rooms. If you don't mind the screaming and the blood, it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're up. Just trying to buy my groceries and there you see people screaming, my legs slipping on blood on the floor. Jeez. Did you hear members of ISIS flew a plane into the UFC octagon today, killing one maintenance worker? (laughs) What the fuck? Wait, wait, what? Members of ISIS flew a plane into the UFC octagon today, killing one maintenance worker. National security experts believe the terrorists were targeting the Pentagon, but got the shapes mixed up. (laughs) Oh, that's good, dude. Oh, no. ISIS issued a response on Thursday stating that the attack on the octagon was completely intentional and their plan went flawlessly. They went on to say that they will be targeting several other U.S. landmarks based around shapes in the following weeks. Places like Columbus Circle and Washington Square Park have been put on high alert. That's good, dude. I like that one. Oh, man. The octagon and the octagon. What the fuck goes on in your brain? I have no idea. Oh God! Maybe All right. Could target that would be me. Uh, moving next. on, um, we have uh, we have this is this is uh, we thought with Dave here, and now being head of the jazz program at Purchase, we have to give him some advice. Okay. So this is um, this is the latest edition of bad music advice. <laughs> okay. Sweet. <laughs> I keep thinking we should make like a real one. Uh, you know a real what I mean? For it? Oh, well, sure. well, yeah, like 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 all of us singing, but it's actually like a good chord. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that'd be that'd be crazy. Um, okay, so this is this is bad music advice. Let's see what today's topic is. All Ready right. for this? Um, and this is this is also equally important for Vinny. Vinny's taking piano lessons. He's taking piano lessons, and he's going to perform. He's going to be on stage with exclusively six-year-olds. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be oldest person's eleven. Eleven. Sorry. Okay. So six through six through or whatever through eleven. Yeah. It's going to be bing 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 bing. Vinny. Yeah. Bing, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is this is an, an in-depth explanation of what is perfect pitch. <laughs> Musicologists have been searching for the perfect pitch since the discovery of music by Thomas Edison during the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> Mus- musicians from around the world came forward in the 1800s to offer their best pitch, but the president said none of them were quite right. That all changed 200 years later in the heart of Hollywood. Perfect Pitch was finally discovered by accident in 2012 during the filming of Pitch Perfect. Anna Kendrick was singing during a rehearsal when co-star Rebel Wilson burst out, There it is! That's the perfect pitch! (laughs) (laughs) Everyone within a 10-mile radius of the film set stood up and clapped for two hours straight for this musical breakthrough. An official from Ripley's Believe It or Not, as well as President Barack Obama, were brought in to confirm the fascinating perfection of the pitch Anna Kendrick was singing. President Obama, President Obama famously said, "Ladies and gentlemen, we got it." <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty good. And Anna Kendrick was given the Medal of Freedom. Uh, many lo- <laughs> many losers will claim that they uh, have perfect pitch, but Anna Kendrick is the only confirmed case. Many wow. many of these charlatans <laughs> think that perfect pitch is being able to identify the pitch of any note, which anyone can do. But there's a big difference <laughs> between being able to point out the perfect pitch and producing 
the perfect pitch. <laughs> Unfortunately, the producers of the Pitch Perfect series tried to extort Anna Kendrick's abilities with a second and third movie, and the ratings went into the toilet because of their greed. It is a dark secret kept by the Hollywood elite that Anna Kendrick has performed vocals on very on every record produced since 2012. Because her pre- because her pitch is so perfect. The world is awaiting her own album of pure perfect pitch. Uh, which will bring everyone to their knees and finally unite this crazy, crazy world. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. She's on every record. You want to read the second one? Sure. 2012. Every, everyone. All, every, all of them. All, yes. All the cannibal corpses. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Lamb of God albums. Okay, what do we got? I love it. Microtone. Microtones. Oh. Okay. That's a real thing? These are it all is. real things. Yes. Oh, yeah. A microtone is a sound so small you need a microscope to see it and a pair of microphones to hear it. Like a micropenis. A pair of microphones. The first microtone was discovered by Charles Darwin more than 80 years ago when he was looking through his microscope. He was looking for diabetes. <laughs> And when he saw the microtone, he said, this must be a diabetes. That's pretty good. A singular diabetes. But he realized when he zoomed in more with his microscope that the little thing took the shape of a treble clef and was vibrating as if it producing a sound. He quickly put in his AirPods and connected them to his microscope to listen to the sound. What Connect he heard, the AirPods yeah. to the microscope. Yeah. Big Apple guy. What he heard sounded like oh a little God. faraway piano solo being played by a bug. I must be listening to Ant Tatum. Dar- <laughs> Darwin oh joked to no one in particular. Chuck Darwin originally included a chapter on microtones in his polarizing book, The Origin of Species, but it has been lost. That is fine because we all figure these things out eventually on our own, and we don't need some stuffy scientist <laughs> explaining these things to us. Microtones are to music what dark matter is to space. Ooh. For example, Ooh. the music of Post Malone might sound like absolute dog shit to the naked ear. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> but when examined with the right scientific instruments and a very high IQ, one discovers that between the lines there are billions upon billions of musical intricacies in the form of microtones, microtones. contained within Malone's timeless tunes. Oh my God. Wait, 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 What's going on? That one was amazing. Looking that for, is looking for single. Looking for diabetes. <laughs> Connected his AirPods to the microscope. <laughs> Is this a diabetes? That's oh good. the diabetes one got me. That was <laughs> oh man, how's piano lessons going? My teacher took a vacation, so I have a sub teacher. Uh-huh. And my whole thing was fan of I the channel. To... You said what's that? Fan of the channel? Oh, big fucking fan! It's Killer. super hot. All right. So yeah, I was like, hey. <laughs> Not good. So I wa- I'm playing the piano, and I, my whole thing was I used to play, but I would just watch the piano's hand. I would watch the teacher's hands, mm. yep. memorize yep. it, and play it. Yep. And I'm one of those douchebags that say I have a photographic memory, but I fucking do, so fuck you guys. <laughs> so I'd, I'd watch her play it, and I'd play it, and the second teacher is doing that. She's, this is how we do it. Like, this is how we do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So now I know I have the song, but I'm not fucking reading it. So ah. I need my real teacher to come back. Oh, okay. You so you gotta, So you're, you're trying to learn how to read music? I shouldn't say I need to come back because I will say this. The new teacher does some things better. Mm-hmm. I wish they could both be there. Right? If I could have this teacher and that teacher next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yeah, the yeah. field with teachers. That, yeah. If I, could have, right. if I could have a little threesome with the teachers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally pianist. Un- not edgy. Pianist, yeah, yeah. Not pianist. <laughs> with my piano. <laughs> Have a threesome with the teachers with my piano, not my penis. It'd be fucking threesome. amazing. 
So, yeah. We I, had Vinny straight up convinced uh, a couple episodes ago that it's penis you we were like fuckers. We we we. That you we, were fucking with me. Oh, oh yeah. You were so deadpan. You, about oh it. I yeah. Didn't want to say anything? Yeah yeah. Amram and I were like, yeah yeah. Are you, you fucking serious? <laughs> he goes. We were like we we're like oh no no. We were like oh no no. It's, it's, it's actually penised. Yeah yeah. And Amram was like yeah yeah. You know. And, you and, guys didn't clarify that. You let me. Leave the oh, yeah, show. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we let that one. Wow, that's good. So comedy. that, so that, so that. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. So We're not that, fucking around here. It's not penis. That's not penis. Beautiful. You guys oh, absolutely amazing. swung. Me. So hopefully, there's been a few times when he's like, "Yeah, I'm, a, I'm training to become a penis." Um, <laughs> you really just are, out in public because you didn't correct that, right? No. Oh, good no, for we, you let guys. That, we let I'm that. We let that one. I'm so proud of everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, everybody! Ah, oh, got so got me great, good. Wow. Yeah, I swear that's fucking amazing. But we were so yeah, we were so dead. We were just like, yeah, no, no, it's penis. I'm almost positive when home was like, hey, Mandy, yeah. you know it's called a penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great. Man. Yeah, yeah. He was like, are you serious? Is it really? We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people. A lot wow. of people think it's pianist, but it's not. It's penis. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm just sitting here like. Yep. Fuck you, Tom. you're at. Oh my god. Yeah. So okay. So good. That now, was good. now you've done you you sang a lot. You've done a lot of singing and stuff like that. Oh, so, dude, but you didn't all state choir, Colorado. Ooh, listen oh, to this guy. Countertenor, dude. Oh, but you didn't. Uh, you so do you read music or or not? I can read music. I just have a problem with reading it and playing it. Okay, I can yeah, read yeah, it and yeah, sing yeah. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah. well, and also it's you're dealing with multiple. Yeah, the piano with a lot of it's yes. hard on the piano. All no, like notes at once. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just I'm relearning the fingering, and that's what's mm. working. Yeah. What's yeah. a countertenor? Hey, you know something? It's a little bit higher than an actual tenor. Boy, do oh, I have higher. a course okay. for you. What's that? <laughs> the, the, the intro to piano course on the Cornell Music Academy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll teach you everything you need to know. Tell me more. Is there a discount code? Oh, my God. There's a discount code. It's Music Theory 30, 30% off. You can get it at the yes. link in the description down below. Um, now, yeah. you're not fucking me, right? You're really sending me the link so I can actually buy it? That is real. You okay. have, it's real, yeah. You, know, you have uh, uh, No, Mandy has it. Me and Mandy will share a lot of things besides sex and kids. <laughs> so send me whatever you sent her, and we'll get it done. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's tough. Yeah, piano, piano is. I but I did the same thing. Like when I was starting to learn, I I would do it all visually, like just watch hands yeah. and then memorize like what the hands looked like. Yeah, mm. you know, and then eventually you just because if you have an ear. You know, then you yeah. can you can like place your hands in the same way, and you go, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound the same, and then fuck with it until it does sound the yep. same. Yeah. That's like a that's that's a legitimate way that like students when they're first starting out can learn stuff like that, and then it's just yeah. taking that and then converting. Yeah, because there's a ceiling to that. You do oh, of course, hit a of fucking course. ceiling there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I always talk about it like you know, and and one of the reasons why we're you know building the academy the way that we are is because. There are apps out there. There's tons of like apps and stuff that will show you. It'll be like, learn your favorite songs. And it's like oh, this yeah, interactive like app. Musicians like Guitar Hero. Yeah. But it, but, and and oh, that's, that's the problem. So what it does is it shows you, put your fingers here yeah. and it'll yeah. make this sound. That's fucking great. But you have don't, you don't have a clue what you actually nope. just did. Yeah, yeah. You don't get yeah. the intervals. You, you have, have no idea what that like, was. Yeah. Like Tony's been learning piano, I, I think, using exclusively synesthesia, which is like, fine for that and you'll learn how to play a song but you don't you don't learn yeah, you, you don't, you don't learn, learn anything yeah, yeah. The keys, knowing how to the play the piano anything. in my opinion is being able to sit down and somewhat decipher and play a little bit of whatever the fuck is in front of you mm. well right that that would be yeah that would be like truly having like oh yeah you know you, you know but, but but that's two things that's knowing how to play the piano but it's also just knowing music in yes general. and yeah. i think you, you know don't what I mean? have to know music to say i play the piano that's having a little bit of an understanding of theory you know so, like how about this right I know football. 
Yep. You show me a fucking playbook. I will tell you what everybody's doing. Right. If I say, if you say I can play the piano, I better be able to show you a piano book and you better be able to somewhat play whatever's on it. Or at least tell you. Oh, I just with heard a, that. With a, oh, really? I mean, I can play guitar pretty darn well, but if you open up a music book full of like yeah. sheet music, yeah. I'm going to be like. Nope. So then can you so wait, play wait, wait. the guitar or can you play what you know? I mean, I can make, I don't, I don't know. I just play. That's hard because improv. the guitar is like you have certain feels for certain mm-hmm. chords, and then yeah. you can jump in on certain things, but you may not necessarily know what you're playing because guitar is so funky. Like you can have like notes inside the chord that are higher and stuff. Yeah. Like what do you know? You're only the jazz director of her guitar. <laughs> Look, let's get back to my football <laughs> thing, okay? <laughs> yeah. Even if you put tablature in front of me, like I then I can figure it out but i don't have the patience for it yeah but i can play well i think what i would describe you as you can play the guitar but you're not a guitarist how yeah how would you just like how would you explain what that means what's the difference penis (laughs) (laughs) i'm being serious it's actually a guitarist yeah well i don't know i think um i i think what you're saying is like being a full-fledged musician where your main instrument is a certain thing is not just knowing how to play that instrument. It's Mm. knowing how to apply that instrument in a wide variety of situations because you understand the musical basis on which, you know, it's because it goes beyond what your hands have to do. It goes beyond, it goes to the, it goes to a place of understanding what's happening in a musical situation. And there's different levels of that because, so if you start playing a chord progression, like if you start playing a minor or major chord progression, I won't know what it is, and I won't be able to tell you if it's a two five one or whatever. But I can, if I listen to it for a little while and figure out where my hands are supposed to go, I can solo in it, no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. But I won't so know. You can play oh, the guitar. Yes, but I won't know. Like, oh, you're playing specifically a one five three seven or whatever it is. Sure. And 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 the only the the only time that that's limiting is if so. For example, if you were gonna like play with a group or something like that. And you didn't know what the thing was ahead of time. Yeah, I would not be able to say to you, "Oh, it's this, then this, then this, then this," yep. and have you know what that means. Yeah. So, so, like, so, that, so I guess I think what you're saying is like that. You know, maybe the sort of broad definition of guitarist is like this thing of like having the ability to play the instrument, but also understand how to apply that instrument in a wide variety of musical settings. Yeah. You know, I think I have ear knowledge, but not head knowledge. Ex- yeah, exactly. Hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 percent. Yep. Yep. Ex- and there's yeah. nothing wrong so with yep. that. Like play in the key of G. I'd be like, okay, I know what that is. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. but if I said, okay, this tune is in G, but it's like, you know, one, four, three, six. We start on the four one, chord like, and all of that. Yeah, all that's right. You wouldn't right. be able to know what we're doing. Right. You would hear it. I'd be eventually. like, okay, I just need to like listen to you guys do it. Tom, yeah. they're just talking down to us now. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, just but like, I think, you know why? You know why? Because I'm a fucking experienced penis. <laughs> You're a penis. You're a giant penis. <laughs> He's I, a penis on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> what I tell my students is is the goal. My goal is for them to not need me anymore. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really it. And so, what does that mean? That means that you could put for 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 my students. It means you could put a sheet music in front of them, and they can decipher it and figure it out, know how to improvise on it, play the melody, and um, have a good sound, all of that, and not need me for that stuff. Um, but it's different for the band instruments because that's that world is you're playing a part, and you, there's a lot of reading involved in that. There's not a lot of like just winging it with, mm. with that kind of thing. But with uh, singer songwriters and pop music and such, there are tons of people that that shred and that don't really know everything that they're doing perhaps you know but the difference with them is there's 
there's some like for hire musicians. So like if you you see like the the late shows like Tonight Show and when they have a band, a lot of those guys are ringers brought in for that one gig, and those guys have to know like you know we start on the four chord and this is what the chord progression is, so they could just bang it out and do right. it that day. Where if you're in some band, like there's all those videos of like you know Queen and all these bands just figuring stuff out. They weren't talking theory; they were just like mm-hmm. rehearsing all day, all week, and coming up with stuff. So I did a video yeah. about this. So we did a video. Um, my my buddy Misha Mansoor, who as um, he started the band Periphery and a uh, great prog metal band. And um, we were talking about, cause he doesn't know theory in the traditional sense, but the music that they come up with is so in depth from a theory perspective. Like it is like, like when you there's transcribe so it, much really theory cool. going on, like a lot of rhythmic stuff. That's just, just insane polyrhythms and things like that. And so talking to him about how he thinks through that stuff, because they work it out as a group. Like they don't, yeah. cause they, none of them really talk. And, and so, I think he was saying some of them do know theory really well, but they don't, they don't approach the stuff that way. It's just, it's more so like they, they have little snippets of ideas and they work together as a group to figure out, Oh, where do we want this to go? And they have their own like language that they can explain to each other what they, what they want to you know get out of it. But it's not theory. It's not music theory that they're using this universal language that like we know really well because it, you know, in our worlds, you have to have that like, yeah. but in the world of something else, like, like you're saying, like if you have a band, you don't necessarily have to have, you know, that in-depth thing. If you have a way, in your own world to kind of like create and, and understand what he's yeah, trying to And if you have time to, to play, you know, it's, it's just different, different environments. Like the environment my students are going to find themselves in is, is this world of like sound checks and day of rehearsals and, you know, this whole thing of like rehearsing all week for a gig. Like yeah. that, that doesn't happen. There, there aren't like bands in jazz in the same way that, especially in the same way that there used to be, but definitely yeah. in the same way as like in rock, mm. you know, there, there's a lot more like individual musicians and like you'll just piece together a group for yeah. whatever the performance is, and right. and you don't get rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You have like like you said, you have like a soundtrack, and that then, was and then the, the hit. Ben Folds. First thing you said was, "What you're about to hear was thrown together in four hours." Yeah, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. I was like, "Well, and, huh? yeah." And Ben is great at that, you know, yep. and 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 so like that's but that he made a joke about. It. He's like, "I've trusted these people, yeah, yep. my entire." day <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious yeah, yeah 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 but that's 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 really what it is like and and that's why it's so fascinating because there is there is not a ton of value in being the best necessarily mm. like because there's a baseline that it's just it, it's it's expected that everyone knows their shit like that's you you know you to function at all you got to be good Right. But the the thing that differentiates people who are like the best, if they're if they are maybe a, an amazing player, but they don't have this ability to work in this environment very quickly and to do all of those things that we're talking about, it doesn't matter that they're the, the best. They're not going to get they're not going to be the first call, you know, and yeah. like you've probably experienced all, this. A all ton. I fucking hear is that music is the same as sports. That's mm-hmm. all I fucking yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have kids yeah, yeah, yeah. that are the best athletes every year come out. But they're not team players. They're yeah. absolutely yeah. the fastest, the strongest, could do the most damage, and they don't fit in the fucking scheme, and they don't study their mm-hmm. playbooks, and we can't put them on the field. I always yeah. loved, yeah. Yeah. I always loved the, from the movie Miracle, um, you know, with her books in 1980 yeah. with the hockey team, and the first thing he did is he already had his list together, and and his, head, his assistant coach was like, but you're missing some of the best players. And he said, I'm not looking for the best players. I'm looking for the right ones. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's literally putting a band together. By the way, yeah. just so you guys know, director of jazz studies at Purchase College, yes. But also, um, yeah, um, have you ever heard of, of Birdland Jazz Club in New York City? It's like I one have. This is my like, sister. My yeah, yeah, it's like one of the most famous yeah. jazz clubs in the world. Um, and he basically runs 
like he runs the the big band that's based out of there, and he runs a whole bunch. Oh, of we stuff gotta like, go hmm. when I'm in there. Oh, we gotta, yeah, I'm there for like five nights. Great. Yeah, we'll get awesome. you. We'll get yes. you in every Friday. Yeah. We're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like you've probably experienced this a ton of people that you either want to call or not want to call as much, even if they're great players, but they're not the right fit. Totally. Yeah. yeah like when I took over the band, it was a really toxic environment. You had. The band has been there before. Before I took over, it was 13 years that I was there, and you had people that were there from the beginning, and then people that were just there for the like the last two years of it. And so you had big generation gaps and just different ideas of what they wanted the band to be. And, um, they and everybody's were, sassy. Yeah. <laughs> so they needed me to come in and just be like, um, "This my vision is going to be the vision of the band, and mm-hmm. you're either on board with that or you go somewhere else." And, uh, By the way, not to interrupt, uh, to, to totally interrupt you. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't mean you're saying your your vision is the best. It correct. Doesn't mean you're saying it's correct. It's saying we're fucking picking a line. Exactly. And you're yeah. going to be on it or not. Exactly. So I'm yeah. with that. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. Because what happened was before I took over, they, there was really no leadership, so they played kind of whatever, and and the, the quality went really way down. So I was brought in to make it more traditional and authentic, and uh, so I'm like, yeah, so we're going to do this, and a lot of them were were bummed because it wasn't maybe their favorite thing or whatever i'm like look it's my job to bring this thing where it needs to be you're either on board or you're not i see it as it's it's a great it's a world famous club it's great musicians the pay is good it's a great time slot it's early it's it's a dinner set so you can still make your broadway show like it checks all the boxes if you're not on board with that see ya because i don't want to be here like i gave up like my friday basically to do this gig and uh, i needed to be like good energy and stuff so i got rid of like toxicity right away the people that i would bring in to play yeah like the vibe is really important i call it with the students hangability your ability to just be decent (laughs) and 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 because uh, if someone shreds and, and they're great, but they're an asshole on the set breaks and stuff, then that's toxic. It just it just makes for a really negative experience. So everybody which that, will affect the music. It does. Yeah, to- yeah totally. Yeah, because then the rhythm section will play differently for them and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So I I had to change the vibe of the band. So so yeah. As far as playing ability goes, yes, you get to a point where everybody can play the gig. It's it's who's going to get along well with the band, and. Um, and and yeah, like th- then all the professional things come into play. Like the gig starts at five thirty. Who's showing up at five twenty nine? Amen. You know, mm-hmm. and, and like who's there half an hour early? Totally. And then like who's helping out to put like the books back in the green room and stuff like that versus just splitting and doing it's their exactly gig. Exactly the same as sports. Uh-huh. Games. You realize oh, yeah. that? Like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. It's the exact yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, you might have the best quarterback in the world. If everybody hates him, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, nope. I mean it's like teamwork and anything. Amen. There was like this viral article that went around a few years ago. That was like no genius assholes uh, from the perspective of coders. Yeah, and like there's a lot of founders who have fired genius coders totally. because three people who can work well together who are competent are going to get more done than one asshole. Yeah, like, so nope, true. I'm doing whatever I want. That's so true. You, you know, yep. and it and it kind of brings it full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, where it was like talking about how the arts in school and i mean we are this is literally why this is important you just said i mean Mm -hmm. it's 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 teamwork it's anything involving teamwork and like you can get that from sports it's you know really important but you know you can get it from music too and like and and from the arts that's the problem that sports get so much attention it's like well not everybody can play not everybody can play sports Mm -hmm. not everybody's good at that not everybody's gonna have the shot at that but you know you know certainly from i guess from like a physical perspective music and arts is a lot more accessible by most kids, you know, and then, and then, you know, it, it just goes to show the importance of, of like how, how much growth a kid can experience in the, in the way of working with others. And you know, it's you know, insane. It's I mean, it's wild. It's, you say that one of the most influential things that ever happened to me was 
in third grade, we did a round of happy birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in fucking tranced. You would have thought they slipped me drugs. <laughs> I was like, what is this fucking magic happening yeah, around Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. And that was like truly like one of my first tastes yep. of teamwork. I couldn't believe how fucking cool it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that music doesn't fucking Hey, matter. you want to know fun You're fact? You're talking to a douchebag jock realtor. <laughs> so like, it is what it is. Fun fact, you want to know why that did that? Mm-hmm. Because when you do a round, it ha- it's built in harmony. So like yes. it's, it's a built-in way to create chords like and, and for some why do you know this why is it that um, the voice the human voice harmonized has almost more power than anything else oh, why is it why is it so powerful to hear human beings it's guttural dude voice voices harmonized as opposed to instruments. Maybe, maybe maybe you don't even maybe that's not even a perspective I don't you have. Know, but, I don't know the answer to that, yeah. but it's pretty amazing. I mean, I, it's similar. I guess it would be the sound of an orchestra versus a jazz band. Like a jazz band can sound like very tense, like like textures and such. Where where an orchestra could just play three notes and it just rings. Like yeah. there's so much yeah. overtone in the sound. So I don't know. Maybe it's overtone, but something about like where the sound is coming from too. Um, it comes internally, and it's yeah. Versus uh, an instrument is all external. Yeah, there's just, I think you just nailed it. Yeah, there's just something special about about human voices. You know what I mean? Like I mean, especially harmonized. Be wired to respond. Maybe to yeah, the, human voices. Yeah, there's probably something. Have you guys noticed like that Studio A24 who's doing that movie Men? I just saw it in the theater at noon yesterday. I was the oh, only yeah. person there, but like almost the whole soundtrack is entrancing harmony of human voices. Really? It's oh, really? Fucking terrifying. Really? Whoa, whoa. You're like, I wish they'd stop. Yeah. Is it, wow. is it, is it a horror <laughs> film? It's a horror thriller. Paranoid. Whoa, yeah. Okay. It's great. Mm-hmm. Like a 24 is the shit. They did Midsommar, hereditary uncut, uncut jams. Uncut jams. Oh, the soundtrack of that movie and the sound design. Bobby Krillick, man. Impressive. Wait, yeah, wait, that's what? wait, wait, in which one? Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Okay. Yeah. I was sitting there like, this movie is incredibly well made. Also, I wish it would stop. For yeah. A second. yeah, yeah. Well, and also, about it. it the, doesn't stop till that gunshot happens. Oh, oh spoiler! Alert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and, 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 like, and the, the other, right, 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 right. And the other thing, the other thing that's incredible about that one too is how they intentionally had just all this talking over each other. Anxiety. Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's, yeah, and that's yeah. exactly that movie. Is fucking. Amazing. Oh my god, it's great. It's a great. Film. And when I used to be addicted to sports betting, I felt a lot like that. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Because that's the did you wait? Did, did you have? Did you have a problem at some point? Legitimately, really sports betting problem. Really? Mm-hmm. How did you? How did you? Like hurt you... my family's bottom line. Sports really? Betting. Yep. And now I don't fucking gamble on sports anymore. Yeah. That's fascinating. Oh, dude, it's the if you want to talk about any drug in the world, win a big bet yeah, yeah, on sure, a game, sure. and if you feel like you made that shot, yeah, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then what you're, kind of, like what kind of what kind of volume are we talking? Like what kind of amounts? Like like uh, like a lot of money? Or I'm like, hoping my wife doesn't support me bet. enough to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Was seventy eight hundred bucks? Was how 7, much? Seventy eight hundred. That's a fucking so seventy eight hundred bucks on one bet, and it was a fucking lock. That's a lock. A lock. And my boy Eric, listen to this. He will absolutely know what I'm talking about. It was a fucking Pac twelve game, <laughs> and those fucking Stanford Cardinals can eat my shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, still it was a lock, it. dude. And it just ah. Uh, and I here's why I stopped. The money hurt. Yes, the bottom line hurt. 
But then my kids would be like, why are you in a bad mood, Dad? Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. of the Stanford Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. That's honestly why I stopped wow. betting sports. Yeah. So oh, so God. did you just stop? like, Or did you have to? Like, a did couple you... relapses. Yeah? But yeah, but then now I'm done. I'm fucking done. Yeah. I do not you, you, you didn't have to like go and get help or anything? No, like I didn't have to go get help. Okay. I just knew. like, yeah. I actually listened to a podcast. Oh, really? And this guy, Nick Wright from Fox Sports, was like, the number one thing I've seen take people down more than cocaine, women, drugs, and alcohol, yeah, yeah. gambling. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And That's I've crazy. listened to that, and he's like, because you look, he's actually, he just did a podcast. He's worried about Drake, of all people. Really? really? Well, Drake, I heard Drake is starting who, to lay. Somebody lost uh, a ton of money on on the uh, the Spanish Grand Prix. Ooh. I think it was oh, Drake. Yeah. I think it, it was like I think, was. Drake, sure, sure. I think Drake lost almost like half a million dollars thinking wow. that Leclerc was going to win. It wow. was then it was him nice. because he also lost a half a million dollars on uh Can we verify that? I, on I, a I UFC that's fight. What that was. And it's like the minute you're betting a half million on a on a on a sport that can change yeah, oh, totally. with one punch. Yeah. yeah. And he said that. He's like I don't care he's got a jet. I don't care he's got he's like the one thing that can bring those guys down is gambling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, and this is way back in the day he was telling me about it. And I was just like, wow. You would have to. Wow. There you go. Like wow. how much Coke would a quarter million dollars buy you? Enough to kill yourself and like, all your friends. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> I don't even know where you get that shit. But I, can, I imagine you can oh, sure. a quarter sure, million Tom. dollars on Coke in a weekend. You, you It would be literally a lifetime supply. But here's the problem: but you can if you lay have that, that down much, on a on a bet, and it's just gone. Like that's that. a good point. Exactly, that's a good point. You couldn't do. You could never do two hundred twenty five thousand dollars of coke, booze, or women in one weekend. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. it's a really expensive hook. Well, that's how that's <laughs> how the <laughs> that's how the Barrett Jackson auction kind of blew up. Was that these people in Las Vegas were like, man, we're wasting all our money playing craps and shit like that. Let's mm. go buy cars. And then the cars started appreciating. They started. That's why the gambling. prices went so yeah. high because uh-huh. of all of that stuff. They're like, let's go down there. You saw that new pro- the new pro- the first production Z06 C8 that Corvette. Yeah. One two. No. One two million at Barrett Jackson. No. Are you serious, yes, dude? Yeah, the new Supra, the first Supra off the line in the U.S., one million dollars. Holy shit, mm-hmm. dude! Cars are becoming cars are becoming such a crazy yeah. thing mm-hmm. now. Like, especially because like now they've turned this whole thing into this exclusivity deal. Because it's like, mm. oh, you can't get them. You better mark yeah. your name down at the dealership because you're not going to be able in? to get them. Yeah. yeah. Now electric's coming in, dude. It's yeah. all like buy the last V8, buy the last. Well, V8. Well, and, and they're like and the they're, whole thing with NFTs too. It's just like, yeah. you, it's because you can't get it. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. It, there's no value. Well, but but but, but the automotive industry has the additional thing of being like, you better get your your your, your V8 while you still can. Yeah. You yeah. better get your six speed while you still can because you're not going to be able to. Yep. You know, and so they're creating this whole hype. Cars are so hyped now. They're Even your so car, hyped, dude. thirty-seven thousand dollars for that. Like it's yeah, fucking crazy. Little, you know what I mean? Like nerd car. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it, and it, it's it's wild. I mean, man. I mean, was. Was the sticker on the X6 mm-hmm. different than what you ended up at? Like, was there a dealer markup or was that car not super? Into no, it? no, it was a dealer markup. It was like 136 sticker. And I think I left the dealership 145 plus. Okay. So that's not yeah. like insane, insane, insane. But like the new 911, like the new GT3s, the 992s, 
a hundred thousand over stickers. Yeah, I know, like yeah, a hundred. Th- yeah, that's crazy. These Try buying these... a Hurricane STO with like oh, six hundred yeah. miles on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticker three twenty five. They're going for six hundred. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch the Donut Media videos where they react to. Oh my, I love those dealer pricing, yep. dealer markups. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be great. Sitting there losing their they, well because it's insane. So angry, it's gotten yeah. to such an insane point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like literally, the reason that the nine eleven GT three touring became a car is because of the nine eleven R. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that that became such a speculation tool and Andy yep. Pruninger was like this is not what these cars are for they're yeah. not supposed to be speculation tools they're supposed yeah. to be cars that yep. people buy and drive yep. and so they create to to try to relieve some of the some of the demand for the 911R they created the 911 GT3 Touring and that car is now a speculation yeah, tool yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like because totally, yeah. you yeah. can't get them for less than 100,000 over sticker it's fucking crazy yeah. it's just insane but this is going to start happening to Kia it's going to start happening to Hyundai oh, it's yeah. going to start happening to shit that you're like why would anybody be that desperate to buy that car mm-hmm. but because dealers are being like you better line up because you're not going to be able to get them or we only have oh we only get oh, it's hard to get those we only have a certain allocation it's like Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. Now you're going to just tack on whatever the fuck you want because you can and somebody's going to pay it. Yeah. It's just crazy, you it know? It seems like everyone is now desperately looking for anything and everything that is not cash or the stock market because those are shit right now. Yeah. Just yeah. like, give me yeah. get my hands on anything yeah. tangible that I can sure. now try to assert that there's value. Yeah, that's going yeah, to yeah. Value, that right? makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a good time to... There's all these startups that are like, oh, you can invest in like a fraction of a painting and own this, like you can own 1% of this billion dollar painting or whatever it is. Yeah, NFTs opened up a weird... 1% of these sneakers that are really, yeah. I feel like NFTs opened up a really weird place. I don't even think it was NFTs. Well, maybe not. This was kind of happening concurrently with NFTs. Yeah, that's true, that's true. The guy who founded Skillshare, his name's Michael, like he went and founded this company called Otis and their whole point was like to help people invest in these like rare sneakers or rare i don't know adidas tracksuits or whatever it How is does that happen? he's talking about the 765 lt and it comes up on youtube and i didn't touch it's my because phone. google's always <laughs> listening man. it's always <laughs> listening wow there you go <laughs> sorry guys do you see louis vuitton has three hundred and fifty thousand dollars air force ones now Jeez. you should google that three hundred and fifty thousand dollars air force ones louis vuitton no, what are Air Force Ones? Are those sunglasses? <laughs> no, no. Are Even I shoes? know what Air Force Ones no. are. They're the, the, I don't know what they are. So the I don't basic know Air Force Ones? Is Air it Force shoes? Yeah, yeah. Yes, shoes. Oh, okay. I don't know anything They're about like shoes. one of the most basic early model badass Nikes that I also don't know anything about. Oh, oh, you're... Okay. I, I feel like Wasn't I've heard that like of a Air Nelly Force song? One shoes. Yes. So like, Air Force Ones. Yes. Like, I remember that yes. shit. So wait, are Air Force Ones originally Louis Vuittons? Or are they no, Nikes? no, no, no. That's what's confusing yes. me. Well, it's like, Air. They, like, see, it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, Nike, Nike Air. Yeah, I was confused because I was like, well, Louis Vuitton doesn't make Air Force Yeah, so before shoes. he died, he started this project. Virgil Abloh, who's the male director for Louis Vuitton and mm-hmm. always did shit with Nike. He started this, but then he passed, and then they brought it back, of course, because they're smart, because every artist is worth, de- worth more dead. Yeah. And so, yeah, some of these are going for like 350K. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's like people who take, it's like tech art, like tech art Porsche. You totally, know? yes. Yeah. Like they or take, Stinger they, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They take something mm-hmm. that, that's just built. Yeah, Singer. You see that new Bravis 820 no. Porsche? No. Will you Google just because just we're doing it? Yeah. Bravis 820. <laughs> we're doing it. B-R-A-B-U-S 820 Porsche. You, is it Brabus or Brabus? I've always said Brabus. I think Brabus. Brabus. Yeah, Brabus. Brabus? Okay. Yeah, right there. It's, oh, it's a penis. It's a Turbo S. 
Brand new. Whoa. That is a Good beautiful. Eight hundred twenty horse. So all they did was build new turbos for it. That's it. Yeah, they didn't yeah. really new ECU mapping and new turbos. That's it. And new exhaust, I guess. Is the is the turbo S a four point It's a flat. 4. Well, yeah, yeah, four point yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Are there any other angles? Oh yeah. Let's see. Let's see this thing. It's so pretty. You know, like, chalk, the, dude. The, like this kind of thing and like the tech art stuff. Like I don't know. When people just slap like more, but they build new turbos. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. It's like a huge performance upgrade. But I hate when they won't show the whole fucking car, right? Yeah, right. It's like just give us a good look at it. Wow, that's a cool interior. Oh <laughs> yeah, God. I think I think cool's right. Wow. Yeah, I think good day, speechless. Jeez, <laughs> that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah, light up logos on the. Isn't that wild? Yeah, dude. On the dead. Pedal, the light up. The light, the light up. Uh, the dead pedal. The, yeah, the dead pedal, and then also on the yeah. On the yeah. How many bravest yeah. logos are in that interior? Like eighty, Enough. probably. <laughs> probably. Look, it's on the side of the There's seat. Two it's on the on front the of the seat. seat. Just in case that, you missed that, it that on must the be a, that must be literally like a game that designers play. It's like how many how many different sure. ways can we get our names stuffed into this? Yeah, I don't even know if we're still rolling, but next, just last Google, yeah, yeah. bravest G wagon dune buggy. Oh, I love dune buggy. Have you seen this shit? I've seen their 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 G wagons. They're amazing. Oh, Look at oh shit, fucking thing, dude. Oh yes. Oh my zero God. to sixty in three point one seconds. <laughs> in that, in that, that is so stupid. Thing. That yes. fucking thing weighs seven thousand pounds. I love guarantee it. it. Love it. Like that is that's suicide. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that roll cage doesn't do, look uh, seven thousand pound wise. Yeah, there's got to be a place like outside of Vegas where you can go take that. For probably, sure, probably. Just go. Yeah, just yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. That dude, people that say money can't buy happiness don't know Bravis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's like wow. What? That I is mean, that so is the best cool. side profile of a G wagon I think I've ever seen. Couldn't agree more. Look at dude. that thing. Big, you know, you know why? I'll tell you why. Big you, nose. They they put a they put more of a slant on the front. Like there's a there's yeah there's an it's actual leaning aggressive a little nose. more. Yeah, yeah. Isn't wow. that so wild, dude? Yeah, that thing blew my mind when I saw it. What are they going to make like four of them or some no, shit? No, I think they made like really? of them or something like that. Wow, probably eight, all sold before they were made. Yeah, they're all. Fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. See, but that's the, that's the thing too. Is like Sheikh Muhammad Al Bin Salam. If you, <laughs> I, don't say that, I don't say. By the way, that yeah. is not a racist. That sounded very xenophobic. It is not. <laughs> you're like you're like number one customers are in the Middle East. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. So oh, the, yeah, this car you can't get. You can't get this. Right, buying these and driving them, or is it like just it sits in a garage? This is. Oh, there's a lot of driving them. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you if you get into if you change your algorithm on Instagram enough to Bravest, you find You'll a lot of people, people doing crazy stuff. Things. Yeah, because yeah. it looks fun to drive. Oh like, yeah, totally. This is what you should have gotten. <laughs> yeah. Why did you just sell your sell your Hyundai? Thousand dollars? No, it's it's, it's, it's no, going to no, be no. under forty. It's, it's going to be under well. 40. So this is under the thing. But I with wonder yeah. what. Okay, you want to take bets? What, what do you actually think this car is going to sell for? What's the sticker? It's under forty. It's under forty. Can I see the profile? Put it at what seventy then. Seven? You think I've, 70? I've seen the donut video. videos. I can see them selling like for the 50, 60. Uh, yeah, I would say 50, 60. So this is a GR Corolla. So it's this a is GR a Corolla. 65, I would think. So it's 65. an all-wheel drive, three-cylinder turbo that makes 300 horsepower. So it's quick as shit. 300 horse. My Cayman makes like 310. Like this car but, is going to be. But this is a hot hatch. It's a hot, a hot hatch. hatch. But, but it's, it's, it's all-wheel all drive. Horse? 300 horsepower out of a triple. 300 horse. This is going to make my Veloster N look slow. Yes. Yeah. And what is it? All wheel drive? It's all wheel. It's all wheel drive. Okay, it is all but, wheel. But 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 all wheel, it'll shake itself apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's uh it's adjustable all wheel, so you can put. So you it can in, make it like a drift wheel, mode basically. and everything. Six mm. speed manual. 
Yeah. Okay. That's going to be nuts. Oh, this is, this is a different car. It's a different car. Um, yeah. No, I, but a car like that, I mean, $38,000 on the showroom or sticker price or whatever. It's going for over 60. Yeah. You think over 60? Yeah. I'm curious. Now, do you think that's a like a COVID thing or just no, that's the way no, just car No, that's what they going. tried. They said that. They tried to say that. It became the semiconductor shortage. Yeah. Which turned into, whoa. Bingo. We can sell that's it. way yeah. less cars for way more money. Yes. Yeah. I got like four or five buddies that are either own the dealerships or they're GMs. Yep. And they're like, dude, this is heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Why we, would they bring we the have to do why way would they, less work? Yes, yeah, the yeah, demand yeah. is there. In, it's in, literally in, in, just in his yeah. words, not to be like diabolical greedy guy, the specific guy that was a GM at one place, he's like, We're finally selling cars for what they're worth. And all the internet nerds that walk in and say, Well, I saw it for this, it's like then go buy that one. Mm. But this one costs this. Mm. And they buy it. It's so like because if you think about it, new cars are being hoard out pre-pandemic yeah yeah back a sticker back of invoice dealerships not making shit on it which means the guy that's selling it doesn't make shit on it, which means the guy that's working on it doesn't make shit on it and now they're actually selling for what they're worth is is what i've been told but this was like a wait a second we'll blame it on it. the semiconductors and then we'll it, i like it too keep values up i love it for a different reason i love it from my like almost anti-car standpoint because the more, <laughs> it's the more, more reason to get rid of your car yeah. the more expensive a car is the more pressure we're gonna have for, for mass other transit, transit options yeah. and that's happening that i is think happening. like if you want a car it should cost a lot it should be nice it should be a luxury and we should design our city so you don't have to have it oh the fact that yeah. there's not a bullet train from fucking laramie wyoming all the right? way to Vail is so fucking stupid mm. we did an italy trip i booked all the family vacations and for my father-in-law's 60th birthday i planned all seven of us to go through italy we, yeah. we, we flew into rome then we went to florence so great, venice milan lake cuomo back back to milan all mass transit mm-hmm. and we were like what how, how can we do that in the u.s like no. maybe maybe new york to Hurts. philly or boston that Hurts. would be it <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you can do it yeah rent Hurts. a fucking car go I mean, fuck in, yourself in, yeah. in japan like i took trains literally everywhere yeah from the middle of tokyo to the middle of the forest you know far away from yeah. any civilization so cool. train took me there yeah yeah never had to get a car yep that'd be nice that would be really right? nice. It would be nice. And yeah. that yeah. way, if you want to drive, I, there's less assholes on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're driving, it's because you want to, so you're probably good at it. Yeah. Way safer, dude. Way safer. And there's safer. no traffic. Yep. You know? Yep. I, like, my friend Jason, he has the channel Not Just Bikes, and he lives in the Netherlands, and he has a whole video about, like, nobody drives in the Netherlands, yet it's the best country in the world for drivers. Drive. Yeah. yeah. If you are driving there, the, the roads are immaculate. There's no traffic. Like, you do have to go around because they build the most direct rights routes for bikes. But, yeah. like, it doesn't matter because you're not sitting in traffic the whole time. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. You can actually go carve up countrysides there because mm-hmm. there's nobody on the road. Huh. Unfortunately, there's no hills there, so you can't, like, do any mountain roads. But Yeah. <laughs> do they at least have any, like, good roads? Like, The roads are pristine. Yeah, yeah, but, like, are there good driving I don't roads? know if they have, like, twisties. Like, or yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. curvy roads and stuff. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's funny because, like, I... Um, I'm probably the opposite of you because, like, I never ever want to be in oh, anything other than my car. Because, yeah, because like I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be at the mercy of like where something is stopping or what route something goes on or if it's a train or a bus or like whatever. Fun fact: I've never been in a taxi. I've never been in a oh, New okay. York City oh I don't taxi. like being in taxis. Um, I don't like, I don't like yes. being in an Uber. Never been in it's, one. It's Look, about. it comes down to this: I don't like, it, I don't love being on the train. Yeah, but I love what the train and what bike paths do for cities like where i live mm. i don't have a lot of land but i can walk everywhere i want yeah i can walk yeah, to the yeah. grocery store i can walk to 15 different restaurants in 10 minutes yeah everywhere i want to go i can just 
you know, and everyone who's around there can do that. When I lived in my old neighborhood, good fucking luck if they don't have a car. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Like you and me, like we could never not have a car Mm because we're just like, there's, yeah. That's what you need. I don't mind because, like you said, like I love to drive. So I mean, it's yeah. it's fine. So for me, I was I was very anti the train because um, I live about an hour outside the city, and for me to drive into the city and pay the toll round trip is was cheaper than taking the train. It was the, cheaper. It was cheaper. That's part of the problem. So oh, the train the train was like twenty eight dollars round trip, wow. and it would cost yeah. me in gas like fifteen to twenty bucks with the toll. Yeah. Um, so it was cheaper, and when it was over, I got to leave right away versus like waiting for my train, blah blah blah. Mm. But now the the, the train uh, price has stayed the same, so that price hasn't gone up really since I was you know in high school. Yeah, and um, gas and is gas has shot up, and then traffic mm. is insane lately. So like like yeah. for for me now, like my gig on Friday, I have to leave. Um, around one two o'clock for my five o'clock gig wow. just to be just to be because once it hits around three o'clock in mid- midtown it's gridlock galore yeah. so i need to be in like midtown before three three thirty so that i can mm-hmm. like try to find parking and stuff and then there's less parking because yeah. of the city bikes they built all these like they took up tons of parking spaces full of city bikes and then yep. all the restaurants are now in in the oh, sidewalk yes. as well and they, and they they made it permanent so like yep. that's not going away so there's now not as much parking spots so now the train is actually I actually enjoy it mm-hmm. because I get on my 345 train it gets me there at 445 and I, I walk over in 15 minutes I got a half an hour to get ready for the gig and then I do yep. the gig and then I can hang and take my time and catch whatever train I need to and I'm back home mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's cheaper and, and I get to get work done on the train I, you know so i was anti-train and now i've kind of come full circle yeah yeah, yeah and like the, this whole summer i'm going to be taking the train yeah it's and, great and it, as long as like if you don't have to look at a timetable if it's frequent enough that you just rock up and it's going to be there in five minutes yeah you know that's what you want yeah uh and you, you said the city bikes those are like legit the fastest way to get around manhattan yeah i'm there yeah. all the time and i'm just like i'm gonna grab that why would i grab an uber and yep. sit in gridlock yep. that's more <laughs> fun too passing all of them yeah you ever watch there's like a there's there's youtube channels that are literally those crazy dudes that have like the the fixed gear like city bikes and stuff and they just rock it through traffic oh yeah, yeah. oh it's yeah. nuts yeah. like what I do some it. of those guys do it's i mean i don't crazy. do it as crazy as them but yeah. like when i'm in manhattan i, I just grab the city bike i did that just, once it was a lot of fun like you know just like feeling like you just and I, I mean it's not it's not technically what you're so supposed to do i know it's not what you're supposed to do but like you kind of when you're on a bicycle, nothing applies to you. If you, you know what I mean. You the just city e-bikes. Yeah, you're as fast as cars. Yeah, yeah. Not on the West Side Highway, like obviously, but yeah. if you're on the regular avenues. Oh, totally. Yeah. You're you're at the same speed. That's so funny. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have the lane split on the Vespa and then my motorcycle all the time. Yo, the fact that that is illegal everywhere except for California. California. Well, and now Utah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Utah, Utah. Utah passed it. I'm. I'm hoping. Creeping east, I know. I was gonna say. I'm hoping here. that because Utah, Utah passed it, and I'm hoping Colorado might might uh, consider it. Chris because I sell my bike anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Hey, have you done anything about that? I haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's just so low priority, and I know. my life is busy. Yeah. So. Well, I just got a T120. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All it's almost the. It's, yeah, I, mean, it's, I really it's like a very my bike. similar I'm just one. Not riding it. So yeah. 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 Needs to stop taking space. You were gonna get one. And then, Grom? and and then, and then you didn't. Grom. And now, <laughs> there's a vi- okay. So I have the video. There, there is a video. Ah! Wait, do you Where's have the it? Fucking video, dude. Video. Do you have that it? Oh yeah. We gotta show. We gotta oh, yeah. show it. We'll find a way to splice it in it's afterwards. But so good, it is the dude. greatest shit I've ever seen in my life. Him on the Grom. 
Oh my god! It handles me though. Yeah, that was what was so surprising. It's Honda. It's baby. a great little yeah. bike, dude. Amen. It's a great little bike. That's a dope shirt, by the way. Um, eighty three, you said nineteen eighty three. Yeah. I just got the the um this hoodie that's for from their first F one car, the RA two forty seven or something like that. Hey, what, what year was that? What? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look it up. What was that race I was watching that I kept sending you at like three a.m. the other night? Oh yeah, um, that's um, wild. The he was Toyota? he was watching endurance racing. He was watching the twenty four hours. Uh, I don't remember, I don't think it was a Le Mans. It was it that was, Toyota. Uh, well, hybrid, it was obviously. Yeah, yeah. He was watching Fernando Alonso. Yes, the, Fernando the, Alonso. That's in what the, it was in the <laughs> just banging out. Laps. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> will it just will it loop? It won't loop. No, I get that. Oh, that's sharp, back, dude. But, yeah. That is so sick. Yeah, that's very. I love sharp. that. Wait, wait. We gotta we gotta show Dave. Let <laughs> me see that. This is Vinny on the yeah. Vinny on the Grom. Look at this. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a gorilla on a tricycle. Oh my a gorilla on a tricycle. That's exactly it. That's what that is. Yeah, it's after yep. their, their first episode. Oh, that's car. so sick. What is that like? Uh, what is that like? Sixty-seven? Uh, let's see. It's from there. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Okay. It, it's uh. Let's see. It's. It's uh, the first their first Grand Prix car, which raced for the first time at the Nurburgring in August of 1964. Yeah. Wow! Yep. There's some footage from uh, from from the Nurburgring from the Nordschleife in like Formula One Grand Prix back in the 60s. I think there's like footage from 66 or 67. Fucking insanity! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Like those dudes. I mean, multiple drivers died every year. Like yeah. that's just how it works. Like it was insane. I've never seen anything like it in like my life. Like the open seas. Yeah, well, Literally. Like yeah. Like dangerous I mean, as sailing on the open sea. Yeah. Well, they had these tiny little, like, they're basically coffins on wheels, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they had a thousand horsepower, zero anything, no electrical systems, yeah, just no like no safety, control. no roll cages or any type of like, you know, cockpit that's actually reinforced, just like nothing. It's like, well, you're going to be going 200 miles an hour. So if you hit anything, you die. Woof. And they were just like, okay, I won't hit anything, I guess. It's like that. That was that was so the mentality with racing in the '60s. Our safety program is don't fuck up. That's it, man. Yeah. That's don't what you. Run. That's what you got to do. Um, okay, we need to wrap this up. So maybe maybe right. we can do a maybe we'll do a, a couple of misconnections before Let's we go. It. Let's do it. What do we got for misconnections? I was the guy behind you at the Colorado Symphony feathering, <laughs> feathering <laughs> your <laughs> timpani ponytail as you timpaned. I'd like to be as you timpaned. <laughs> I'd like to feather your timpani don't a, again. Don't a bang on your timpani. One for you. One for you. All right. Don't look at it. Naughty at a funeral. What? Wait, what? What does it say? What? Naughty. Naughty at a naughty funeral. Naughty at a funeral. Oh, boy. I'm looking at the guy that I banged. I'm looking for the guy that I banged at my uncle's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's got to be. Two weeks ago. We were sitting next to each other, and you started rubbing my leg while trying to comfort me. You told me that I was a beautiful, and the next thing I knew, we were walking to the bathroom. I'm really worried because you never did say how you knew my uncle, and I'm freaking out that we could be related. Oh, my God. If not, I'm hoping we can continue off where we left. Maybe it's because it was taboo, but it was hot. I don't think the funeral director knew what to think when when we walked out of the bathroom together. Anyways, I hope to hear from you. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds real. That sounds real. real. That sounds real. Is yep. this another one? Yeah. Okay. Wait, what? Wait, is, is this another one? 
Oh, there's these two? Is that the one you just read? Yeah. Okay, so read that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Charlie Chaplin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he'll ever see this, but here goes. I'm in love with a man pretending to be Charlie Chaplin at Walmart this afternoon. He was dressed in the whole getup. Hat, mustache, suit and cane, powder makeup. It was like he had escaped from a silent film and ended up in Walmart in a freak time warp accident. <laughs> he was visibly confused and walking in circles, looking around with wide eyes. At one point, an employee approached him and asked if he was okay. He didn't say a word, just mimed everything. <laughs> Occasionally, he would break into an old-style dance, twirling his, his cane to the tunes of Kesha, playing from the loudspeakers. I couldn't help but follow him around the store and watch. Eventually, he was kicked out of the store for attempting stunts and slapstick material in the electronics section. He never said a word the entire time. I didn't have the courage to follow him out of the store and ask him out, but here I am now. If by God's grace you see this, Mr. Chaplin, please send me a message. Burning Man is coming up soon, and I think you'd make the perfect plus. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a tough one, dude. I think I'm going with Uncle's funeral. Yeah, I think yeah, Uncle's funeral is real. Your flashlight's on. Well, whatever, dude. <laughs> 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 If I want to waste my battery, like fuck response. off. Whatever, dude. Um, okay, so I think Charlie Chaplin is fake. Yes. What do you What do you think? I think so too. You think so too, Vinny? What do you think? I think that the uncle's real. Charlie Chaplin is fake. So we're all on the same page. We think Charlie yeah, Chaplin. But I is thought fake. Chaplin was real until the Kesha part. The mm, Kesha line. That's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. Okay, so we, so, so we're saying four. All we're all unanimous. Charlie Chaplin's fake. What do we got? You got me. You're all. You're all, you're all, you're all. <laughs> it wasn't Kesha that threw me off of it. It was Burning Man. Okay. Oh. It just seemed like you had to tack that on. Yeah, like a creative. Yeah. So that means that for means me it was the, the length. It was just a really long misconnection. That's true. That's but, we, true. but we've had yeah, some long ones. We've had some it? long ones before that were okay. like that were. Oh, real. we have. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What was the like one the puppy one? The puppy wasn't one. Wasn't like a like a, oh you dog called me? Oh yeah 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 yeah. But um, anyways, okay. Next, what do we got? We do you want to do one in one. You want to hand me the other one? Yeah, yeah. We laughed at a fatal car crash. <laughs> it has to be wrong. There's no way you're that sick, dude. We were walking towards each other on the corner of Eighth and Washington when an old man in a Buick turned left onto a one-way. You and I made eye contact and busted out laughing, then walked past each other. Seconds later, I heard the sound of smashing metal and screams from down the road. I looked back, and you were still walking and didn't seem phased. I shrugged and kept walking, too. Was on my way to get a colon cleanse. <laughs> Oh, now I don't know. <laughs> that night, I was watching the news, and there was a story a story on a fatal collision involving an old man. The footage showed a crumpled car we saw earlier. The man died, and we laughed almost to tears seconds before. I need someone to process this with, and you're the only one I can think of. I can't live with myself. Also, it looked like you had a big cock that I'd like to ride on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my real. God. I don't know. Wow. I need to hear the next one. Jeez. I, I'm less of like on lock with that one than I yeah. was. Yeah. That could go either Jazz way. Jazz director of purchase is like, I just read. <laughs> 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 it looks like you have a big cock in a lot Oh, no. I'm going to splice this audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blackmail. Yeah, you got to make sure. Like, there's quotations like, there. It's gonna I'm like, reading. It's going to be like, it looks like you had a big Diet Coke. I want to drink. <laughs> we'll do ADR after. Yeah. <laughs> Diet Coke that I want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> to the mother and daughter posing for pictures with the drunk guy. Oh, no. Dot, dot, dot. 
he was dead. Oh shit. That's real, dude. Yeah, that, I that guarantee was, he, that was fucking he real. He may have looked just drunk, but he was indeed a corpse. You posed next to him thinking it would be a funny memory of your time in New Orleans, and now you have a picture of the two of you with a deceased man. That's fucking real. <laughs> that's, Holy that's shit. That's fucking real. Oh, yeah, my was, God. I and just, if it's not, I don't know if we can hang out anymore, man. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, yeah, it's um, just the the phrasing of like to to the mother and daughter posing for pictures with the drunk guy dot dot dot, and then the the body says dot dot dot. He was dead. He was dead. <laughs> like just so you know, a hundred percent. He was that's dead. Real. Yeah, that's real. I feel like that's yeah, probably real. That one too. I feel. I think that's real. You guys are on a roll. We're on a yes! roll. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's yes. fucking so we're, uh, crazy. We're five out of six. Oh now. my we're god. We're yeah, you guys have only missed one. Jeez. Yep. That's all right. That's so fucked. That's insane. I'm going to go Holy play shit. roulette in Vegas. Anyways. Yep. My odds are looking good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Dave, thanks for joining us. My we pleasure. will definitely do this again next time you're out. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see everybody next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, Maybe. we got to do the cheer. Oh, we got to cheers. Microphone oh, yeah, cheers. cheers. We have to do the microphone cheers. Is that a thing we do now? Apparently. Yeah. Clink. No one else is doing right. it. Cheers. I can't cheers. reach you. Uh, yeah, we can't reach you. Get right. a smaller table.